I wish that was the first thing that we got to see on the recording. Well, guess what? Now it is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the cluster that is this podcast. Super Cast Brothers, be lucky that you didn't see the pre-show. I'm Xantuck, otherwise known as Lister. Of course, as always, we have John, otherwise known as John, please, no. And our guest for today is Ebit, the E-Bear himself. Today, they will each be competing in how to most mentally murder me. Because, oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. The Olympics. God. It's my favorite time of year. Call me strong. It's not... There's not... Is there an Olympics this year? I don't even fucking know. (laughs) It already passed, yes. I didn't think there was... I don't the watch the sports ball, so I don't know. Yeah, sports ball. I don't know. Could could you name? Do you think three Olympic sports? Um, soccer. Uh, what's the one where they spin the ball over? Shot put. Okay. Uh, no, that's not shot put. Shot put. They just throw it. What's the spinning uh, one? You know what? I'm not going to worry about the spinning one. Track. <laughs> Yeah. Hammer toss? Is that what you That's you're the one! That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Soccer is also there. Nice. There's my official third one. Fuck you. Did I say that one? You did say soccer, but I'm trying to remember if it's actually at the Olympics or if. Uh, it is in some. I know it's in some Olympics. Yeah. Um, I'm cultured myself, so. Uh, skiing. Yeah, different Olympics, different set of things. Fencing, but yeah. maybe? It's in one of the Mario and Sonic Olympic games, I think. Hey, there we go. Back to the video games. Keep it on topic. Exactly. That's what we're here for. So, um, (laughs) Olympic Sonic is going to be our next fighter in Smash Brothers. He only uses moves in the Olympics games. And it will still be a better move than what we currently have. For Sonic? Two spin dashes at a spring, as the saying goes. You don't love spinning? That's all he does. He goes vroom. I mean, you're not wrong that it's all he does. But... (laughs) It's all he does. He has. I don't see the problem. There's, like, there's no he does more things than like Sonic Battle. I I guess. I don't. I've only played two Sonic games. I don't know. <laughs> I played Sonic Unleashed and Sonic Chronicles: The Dark Brotherhood. I don't know what's in a Sonic game. Nice. Which which Sorry, Sonic game? It, which is your favorite of the two, Sonic Unleashed or Brother? Well, I gave up on both of them, and that's pretty bad Oof. when I give up on an RPG. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack in that game is so bad. So I'm gonna go with Unleashed because of that. Yeah, there you go. There Dang, you go. I, I, when you make me give up in an RPG, I think I remember seeing screenshots of that in like a in Nintendo Power way back. And I was like, oh, cool, like, this is probably the one chance I have to interact with the Sonic franchise, because it's an RPG, and I was like, oh, cool, like, I'm not really big into the platformers, like, I never really, I didn't grow up with Sonic, so I feel like I kind of missed the boat of what makes it special for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of, I thought Brotherhood would be, like, a really interesting concept. I, I always like those kinds of things, like the, you, you remember seeing like the mushroom kingdom hearts type of posts oh yeah like, yeah yeah like kind of genre bending of conventional 
expectations like i i always like that I, I always think that's a lot of fun so that's a shame to hear that you guys didn't weren't into it because uh the the only things i remember about it at this point is that there was a tapping mechanic for like when you're doing your attacks tapping in certain spots which was which you know that's fine um and then i remember that the villain was like an evil hedgehog I, or something it's like okay <laughs> original uh, character I, do not steal or? yeah i mean and it's like she had this body she had this body armor that was just like all right we're gonna put complete armor over your spine it's like man that looks oh yeah fucking weird but okay it's like giving yourself armor for every hair tip that you have (laughs) jesus fucking oh it was um christine the hedgehog no way spelled with a k nice (laughs) yeah uh also the only reason i even bought unleashed was because Sonic was out of the brawl, and I was like, okay, he's in Smash. I should buy the next Sonic game that releases, and that was Unleashed. I was like, okay, I'll buy this. Why am I a werehog? <laughs> okay. I don't fucking... There, I didn't finish a, either of them. There's been a strange groundswell of support for Sonic Unleashed and Sonic Unleashed mods recently. What? Like, people have gotten... They, they're like, actually, the game is pretty good. When he, They, like, ticked it up to 60 FPS. They're like, okay, there you go. I mean, uh, I didn't, I've never played it. I didn't um, hate it, but I, I also just, like, it platforming me mm-hmm. fighting. I was just like, fucking what am I doing? Yeah, it was, it was I had to turn the game. difficulty down fun. in Ghost of Tsushima, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can get difficult in Ghost of Tsushima, on, even on easy sometimes. Yeah, and the DLC added uh, shamans that will chant and empower your opponents, and now they take even more to to kill. It's like, cool, thanks. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? (laughs) Bastards. Seriously. Bastards all around. Truly, just just like this podcast. Yes! Uh, Bastards all around. Hey, cheers to that. (laughs) Mm. Mm -mm. Our very own shaman, Jake, is here. And uh, EBIT, if you will, E E E B boy. Oh, so he's an E boy. I don't. Yeah, growing <laughs> yeah, out his hair a little bit. Oh no! You can feather, you can feather your bangs. Yeah, just get get like frost colored eyeliner, just a little dab, make wings. You're good. Uh, <laughs> like I don't yeah. think we're doing. We're gonna do that today. Fan artists, get to it. <laughs> oh wait, we don't have it. Okay. Ooh, That's boy. okay. That's okay. I don't mind. Now, now, given Sonic rants and all this BS aside, yes, this is the ultimate episode of the season. This is the tournament of champions. Yes, it is our final episode of season three. Why have we been on this long? I. Listen, we don't have lives. That's the you and answer. I keep our lights on in our house, and it just, just kind of happens. Yeah, that's the studio. Pretty much. <laughs> so, as of like the last two years, tournament champion, we'll be going over the winners of our previous Smash Bros. episodes from this past season, putting them against each other in a tournament bracket, and finding out who is our collectively most wanted character that we've discussed of the season. But before we can get to that. This season, we've also been doing Rate Their Chance. We've been picking five characters each Smash Dash episode and giving them uh, our thoughts on how likely we think they are to actually join the cast of the next Smash Bros. game. However, 
since we have so many Smash Dash matchups to discuss today, we are not going to be adding any more characters to our Rate Their Chances today. Instead, uh, I just thought it'd be nice to go over a brief overview and highlight the top 10 characters that we gave our highest scores to throughout the entire season, which should be interesting because eBay, unless he's been watching the episodes, has no idea who we've been discussing who would possibly make the top 10. Real shit. Real yeah. fucking shit. So, our top 10 Smash... or er, Smash... Our top 10 rate their chances characters of the season. Starting off with number 10, with a score of 40.5% chance to join the next Smash for this game. Skull Kid. Just above, at 41%. Crystal. Mm-hmm. Of the two of them, at 43.3%, we have the Balloon Fighter. Oh, that's interesting. Do you think it should have been higher or lower? I kind of... So, <laughs> I'm a Balloon Fighter apologist. I Hell I yeah. think, like, growing up, I always thought that, like, Balloon, balloon Fighter or Mock Rider or something like one of those types of characters would, would kind of answer the call of, of Smash, uh... Mm-hmm. Just like in light of when we had Melee, when we had Ice Climbers, when we had Mr. Game and Watch, I was like sure that Mock Rider or, or something, particularly Mock Rider, but I also I do love a good Balloon Fighter. Yeah. But with that said, with the latest games, with with Balloon Fighter making a fairly prominent appearance in, or at least the reference to it being making a fairly prominent appearance in Villager and in Isabelle's Moveset, set. I would probably say I would give them lower chances than than even what you guys have given Balloon Fighter. I would say probably I I would see Skull Kid or Crystal making it big time before. Interestingly, uh, when it came to that episode, Jono and I gave Balloon Fighter a fifty and sixty five percent score, but our guest that episode was old friend Flame Zone, who came in and gave him a fifteen percent chance. Uh, I don't remember the reason, but it's probably because, as you mentioned, the uh, the villager connections and how he uses the balloons in his uh, Smash move set. But I mean, yeah. hey, move sets can change. Move sets can change, but when you have a very core gimmick like that, that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of with with uh, Flame Zone one on of, that one. That's fair. One of our arguments, and this may just be us projecting wants here, is uh, <laughs> the Iwata how, balloon, how Balloon Fighter is a uh, is an Iwata developed game and and wanting to honor give an homage yeah. for sure for sure but above balloon fighter we have at oh, 40 of... very nice <laughs> right. that's I, nice at 47.3% chance we gave king boo mm. really yeah. <laughs> yeah uh-huh i'm i'm confused are, are we we're reading bottom to top here right like bottom to, to, to top bottom to top all right, all right. So, now, okay. Now, King sure. Boo, uh, I think the reason why I gave him my higher score, which is in the 60s range, is because of the what the fuck factor. We just got fucking... Who would have guessed Piranha Plant, sir? Yeah. Who I was kind of wondering if that factored in. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it did. Uh, Skull Kid, I think, was lower just because he's already a boss, and who knows what Sakurai will do with that. Oh, no, he's right. He's not a boss. Um, but we, we think Sakurai would be more likely to make him a boss. 
That's uh, And then Crystal is because where the fuck is she? Where where yeah, has she been in the Star Fox games? Where have the Star Fox games been? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same yeah. spot. Yeah. Well, they it's clearly really... have as much uh, worth to Nintendo as the title of their most recent title, Zero. <laughs> Ooh, zing. Some some very zingy sound bites lately between the Sonic Eight yeah. and the. This is this Full is disclosure. A episode I haven't played Star Fox Zero, but the fact that half the series is about the Lilat Wars and the same fights in the Lilat Wars does not speak well. Right, right, right. That's all I gotta say. It's like if it's like if Star Wars episodes one through nine were actually all just the Empire Strikes Back, or if they were all about the Skywalker. Oh, shoot! <laughs> I've said too much. Now, now, I'm sorry. The final episode of Star Wars is actually just about Babu Frick. I don't know what on earth happened for the rest of the other two hours. Somehow, hey. Palpatine's returned. <laughs> Somehow, like we actually explained it in the in the interdisciplinary it's... novel series. It's like <laughs> put that in the fucking movie, or at least in the opening scroll. Uh huh. Uh huh. God. Uh huh. Honestly, uh -huh. I blame Ryan Johnson. Well, I don't fully blame Ryan. I blame Lucasfilm for not coming up with a plan before they even made the first movie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they were just like, oh, here's three directors. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Now, now this Good next job. one might confuse you even more, uh, Ebit. Because coming like in it. at a score of 53.3%. And granted, all these scores, these are still low. These are all low scores, so we haven't gotten to the real high scores yet. But our next one at 53.3% is Leon S. Kennedy of Resident Evil. So you know what? I actually think that that scans. It, I, I kind of even think it's low. Like, of the trend that we saw towards the end of Ultimate, and especially with the DLC fighters, like, it's very much, like, being a game of how how I can promise. we showcase all of... It's been the game. Uh, but it's been a game of, like, how can we showcase um, all of gaming's greatest cinematic masterpieces wonders like the the icons the titans all that kind of stuff right yeah i i actually do think that resident evil is despite you know not having played the games myself like that's like one of the iconic game series yeah. that's out there there's like seven when, games when you, think of classic of games game you think of yeah. either resident evil or you think of silent hill it's one totally Mm -hmm. And I think that of those two, and like not that they're related other than really both just being horror-centric games, but like of those two, I think that the, the stronger brand recognition would be oh, Leon okay. Kennedy. Other than, I guess, if you have like the Pyramid Head or whatever, but from Silent Hill. It, That's from Silent Hill, right? Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's interesting because we, I, I think we discussed Pyramid Head in a Smash Bros. episode at one point, and... When I was doing my research on the character, I found out that he has nothing to him. All he does is swing the giant knife. It's literally it. All Balloon Fighter does is fly around. What are you telling me about this chances here? Anyway. That is a Fire Emblem character? Fair. <laughs> Fair. It would, it would uh, boost his chances. 
Uh, as far as like Leonis concerned, his score, I know I had him lower for two reasons. One, there are the rumors that uh, Resident Evil is supposed to get a character in Smash, but the deal fell through. So it's like, okay, well, it fell through, so maybe there's something going on there. But then also, of the Resident Evil characters, which one are you picking? Is it going to be Leon, or is it going to be Chris, or is it going to be Jill? I don't know. So that's why I couldn't like bank too hard on one of the main characters. Because any of them could feasibly be chosen. It's going to be Albert Wesker in his mutated form. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he just got added to Dead by Daylight as a killer, so. Yes, sir. <laughs> I would love... One of our platforms here on Supercast Brothers is we would love for it to be Wesker, who's the choice, even though it's never going to happen. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel mm -hmm. like that's a better way to wrap the series with, uh, with, the, with its villain. Mm-hmm. But that is our, uh, those were numbers 6 through 10. We are now getting to the top 5. We're finally getting in the scores that would get you at least a D in school. So Which means you pass in Canada, but not the United States. No, no, you pass with the 60% in America. Oh. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I was a good student. Oh, um, I can tell you that. Citation needed. <laughs> I don't fucking have my fucking transcripts. I'm fucking thirty something. Jesus Christ. Thirty something. Yeah. You want yeah. out your rage? Undisclosed. That's what I 16. fucking thought, bitch. Top anyway. secret. Think about like the trophies in Melee where they <laughs> the game hadn't been released yet. Top secret. I haven't been born. Or yet. or uh, one of them was from uh, GoldenEye, so they put top secret on it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. The, yeah. It, what, what was it? The motion uh, detector the, bomb. Yeah, the motion detector bomb. Yep, classic. That's so, good. Number five at sixty-six point five percent chance. Oh, point five, Professor Egad. Okay, not that's that's all right. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. I I personally support him. I think it'd be fucking fun. I could see it being pretty fun. I doubt it, but I I could see if it. If he's being not fun. in the next Mario Kart, I'll be upset. Like, yeah, come on, what are they going to add next? A... Cobalt Blue Waluigi. Yes. Probably. And then that'll be the Waluigi we get in Smash. Doctor Goomba Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Dolphin. Yep. I'm waiting for Doctor Goomba Tower personally. What can we do a quick uh, impromptu rate their chances? Anyway, sorry. Uh, Doctor Goomba Tower, yeah. sure, one percent. Three percent representing each Goomba. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, number four, a character that many people uh, might consider a shoo-in at 75% chance odds, Dixie Kong. <laughs> okay. No reaction. I, I, I think that's fair. Yeah. It's, it's mainly the question of, considering how long it's taken to get three Donkey Kong characters, when or how long it'll take to get the fourth. I could see easily see her making it in as an echo fight, Diddy. Yeah, uh, because but I think there, she was it would one be of a like massive the... shame if that's what she was really into. It's like Dixie's an echo, really. That's it. I guess I, I don't see it as being like a huge 
tremendous stream or anything because she was like she was part of the cut characters from Brawl, right? Like where there was like game data that, Dixie, yeah. data that she may have been like a partner character for Diddy Kong. But yeah. I kind of think that implies some degree of like interchangeability between the two characters or at least some kind of tag system where they would have to play somewhat similarly, like a Pyramithra sort of thing. Yeah. Like maybe maybe I not think they completely been, the same, but I think they would have been ice climbers like but that the second that whoever was inactive following behind wouldn't be actively punching, but that they mm -hmm. would be present. That's on the interesting. Stage. That's how I. That's what my imagine they would do. I I agree. I agree. Um, I kind of figure it would be like a stop and swap sort of thing, like Zelda Sheik yeah. Pyramithra. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that that so would work. I, I'm thinking it because that's how they work in Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, fair. And considering how Sakurai is oftentimes with trying to be as accurate to the original game as possible, even though sometimes he's really not. <laughs> Hello, mm -hmm. Ganondorf. <laughs> um, one thing I'll say about that, too, is, um, you know, I, I would love for it to be a, a regular, a, a standard moveset, of course, not a, not an Echo Fighter, um, given her her we're running out of legacy characters to, to include to smash that a Nintendo owned. Um, so it'd be a nice nod of respect to her. Although at the same time, to Jake's point, um, it would be about as shameful as having a character like Dark Samus not have an original moveset, which makes no sense. Of all and the Echoes in Ultimate, Dark Samus one that most deserves to be more than an Echo. Mm-hmm. I agree. And Ganondorf still, I mean, yeah, that makes no sense either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the clones. You can keep Doria. I mean, that'll be fine. And then just getting... yeah. Oh man, Doria. We we gotta we gotta play another round. But we do. We do. Play, playing we do. ultimate with just the worst latency online and. <laughs> yep. Jono wins by charging up like the Doria at the on the one side of the stage, or or the little Mac uh, full size Mac punch. <laughs> Listen, mm -hmm. if John is not winning via Doria, then it's Kelly winning. Period. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're skilled. Kelly is an assassin in Smash. And He's really good. It's like, I don't know I, how he does it. I don't know. Is he a, when Kelly he picks certain characters trained? like Robin, it's like, all right, well, Kelly's going to win this one. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I don't know where he gets it. It might just be a natural skill. Maybe. He's, he's yeah, excellent. He, Maybe he's like a werewolf or something. <laughs> Our number two and three are tied at having 80% odds of being the next match for this game. And they are Alf and Tails. Alf. From Pikmin 3. Oh. Guys, these are some strange things that you guys are ranking here. What the heck? What's this? So what? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What's strange about Elf? I don't, well, wouldn't it just be, okay, I guess, like, odds are decent that maybe he's just another costume of of Captain Olimar. So, uh, yeah, fair enough. That's the reasoning. Yeah. Considering he okay. could easily okay, be I'm coming around, I'm coming around. But, but I'm thinking, like... Of all the characters you guys think have the best odds. Now, now keep in mind, keep in mind, these are averaged rankings. And some sure, episodes sure. had a guess, and sometimes those guess massively threw off our numbers. 
like uh, we mentioned before, Balloon Fighter. Blame the guests, always. Oh yeah, of course we're going to blame the guests. It's classy. There wasn't a guest on the episode where we put Alpha in 80%, though. That's true. There was no guest or there was a guest? There was no guest. Actually, we both gave Alpha and Tails 80% scores uh, individually. So that wasn't even an average. That was just us saying 80. Yeah. Uh, So now the question is, who was our number one character of the year? Now, Eva, I'm going to give you just one random fucking wild guess. Just like, who do you think we gave? You don't even know who the fuck we rated over the course of last year. So what character do you think we put above all these other nine? At a score of 92%. Okay, here here's what I'm thinking. Based on like all of these scores that I'm hearing and all of these random things, it's got to be something just just completely out there, just a very random like nobody's voting for this person, but like you know you remember when you w- walked into like these kinds of rate their chances threads back <laughs> in the day and, and like you come in and you're like who the hell voted for like like Who's something like Doctor- Black Shadow? Yeah, exactly. 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 Who nominated like Starman from Pro Wrestling? Yeah. yeah. Who we gave a 7.5% oh, chance. I'm thinking mm-hmm. it's got to be something like Mike from Star Tropics or something like that. Like just something completely out there. You think 99% Mike from Star you guys Tropics are like, this guy's just Sorry, say that again? You think we gave Mike from Star Tropics a 92% chance? Yeah, I'm thinking you guys are like, oh, you know, Mike from Star Tropics. He's a shoe-in. He's a, he's a must-have. For a a yeah. legacy vote. No, I, 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 <laughs> I think more realistically, it's probably something like, like Gino, for instance. Interesting. Is that your uh, final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. Well, I'll tell you first that we did not even rate Gino in this past year. That's fair. So our number one highest scoring character and rate their chances this year, where I gave them an 85% chance score, Jono gave them a 99, and our guest, who I'm going to check real quick to see who even the hell Suji. that was. Okay, yeah, that was Suji. You don't know Suji, so that beer is no relevance to you. But Suji gave the character a 92% chance. That character, from Animal Crossing, Tom Nook. Hey, okay. And you're okay, talking to be yeah, right from Star Tropics? I didn't seriously <laughs> think I was gonna be, but like, it, it evokes yeah. that feeling of uh, of walking into those threads, and it's like, damn, like, where did you guys find this character, and why did they somehow scam their way to the top in this game packs thread? Like, because people troll. That'll yeah, be Captain exactly. Rainbow next year. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. could discuss yeah. Captain Rainbow. We haven't done yet. He helped a character find their sex toy. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Which, was that Birdo? It's Birdo. Okay, yes. It was okay. Birdo's Birdo. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, then... I think it's time to move on to the uh, main discussion of the evening. Yeah, that's a that's a doki doki panic, all right. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Good segue. Except you were too late. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. So here's how this is going to go down. We've got our character bracket. 
I'm in a moment here. I'm going to be saying the names of the characters that are going to be in our first matchup. Uh, I'll give some quick thoughts on them. Uh, Jono, you'll give your quick thoughts. Ebit, you'll give your quick thoughts. And then afterwards, if there's anything else we want to say, we'll say that. But then we'll all give our vote for which character we would rather see added into Smash. Or in some cases, if you had to add one to Smash, who you're adding. Because sometimes, sometimes you don't want either character. But hey, that's just how it goes. So our mm -hmm. first matchup is going to be a wild one. I can't wait to see Ebit's reaction to oh. the oh, first well, name. This, huh? You don't even know the bracket, sir. Nope, but I can guess. Anyway. Our first competitors are Beautiful Joe versus the King of Hyrule. <laughs> okay. Now, I'll clarify that when we say King of Hyrule, this is a amalgamation of, like, uh, the king from uh, Breath of the Wild, the king from Wind Waker... And whatever kings actually have character in the in the Zelda series, I don't remember. Kind of like how the king you know, from a link to the past. Yeah, yeah kind of like how Snake dead is, on the chair. Yeah. It's kind Which of like how Link himself is a composite, and how Snake is a composite of Solid Snake and Big Boss. We just figured, fuck it, King of Hyrule. Why not? That'd be kind of funny. So we got a guy here who he's playable in two different Hyrule Warriors games as two different characters. The King of Red Lions boat. King, so he can turn into a boat for some of his attacks, because oh, why the nice. fuck not? And then he's got his large sword that he has uh, as his Breath of the Wild form in Hyrule's Warriors Age of Calamity. We have mm -hmm. a character can we, get a, can we get a name check on, on Rome Boss Faramus Hyrule? I think that's his name. <laughs> that is, yeah. Uh, it's Rome Boss Faramus Hyrule in uh, Breath of the Wild. You have, to say it with the, you have to say it with the gravity that it deserves. All Rome right. Boss Faramus Hyrule. Very put well. some respect on his name. Man, too. it's hard for me to put respect on a man's name who didn't give a fuck about what his daughter wanted to do with her life. Ooh. Yeah, King Rome was a dick. Now, He's a dick! <laughs> I've heard no respect on that man's name. Except for his time as being the old man ghost and being in the game spoilers and where he's kind of fucking funny in that part of the game. Pretty funny in that part it's of like, the game. you stole my apple. Oh, Nah, it's fine. I don't care. Just, oh. just fucking with you. It's okay. cool. <laughs> Wait, how'd you get to the top of this church before me? Like, I'm already dead. Hello. Magic. It's well me. Met. So, yeah, uh, King Hyrule, he can, he, he'd be a humorous character at the very least. And then Beautiful Joe, who is his own comedy kind of character who can throw boomerangs, toss up bombs, and slow down and speed up time. Yep. Which I mean, Beautiful Joe writes itself as a as a fighting game character. We we saw it in what Tatsunoku, Tatsunoku versus, versus Capcom. 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 Uh, it is itself inherently a beat 'em up. Uh, natural points go there for the. I mean, it, it's there. It, the move set is there. Uh, the King of Hyrule. It's really really goofy. Uh, yeah, shout out to King Rome's ghost for sitting down dressed up as the old man and uh, introducing Link to the world like he is like. Sam from Lord of the Rings sitting at his pot. <laughs> and Link's going up there. What's Telpus, precious? Um, <laughs> That's how your Link is, is, eh? Very cryptid yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it was pretty cool. Um, and, I, and, I, and I love the idea of him 
working in the King Daphnis moveset too, uh, with the King of Red Lions, because the idea of the King swinging around the King of Red Lions ship or becoming <laughs> the ship and fighting as the ship. I want ridiculous. him to become the ship. It is ridiculous in a way that is absolutely feasible and has been done before in Smash with other characters. It is just ridiculous. It is ha a Smash. Oh, sorry. <laughs> half the altar King Daphnis, half the altar uh, Bosphoramus. Mm hmm. Yeah, and, and Bosphoramus. I mean, it has just enough uh, syllables to seem foreboding. It makes me feel happy to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. Oh, those are my thoughts. <laughs> if Hidaki Kamiya followed us, he would cancel us, though, for, for not talking about video. Oh, channel. he's already blocked us both on Twitter, and he doesn't even know what our Twitter handles are. Yep. <laughs> nice. What are your thoughts, Jake? I think that... So I I, I never played Beautiful Joe. I'm Same. not a not a very cultured gamer. Uh, but I haven't played a lot of these like cult classic type games, but I do know it is a cult classic and, and especially around the time of like the brawl hype cycle, beautiful Joe was like a hotly discussed character as being mm -hmm. like one of the characters people really wanted to see. And I kind of think that, uh, wonder red of, of wonderful one Oh one. game. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. Okay, I, I I know my games. I think, uh, but I think that like, uh, Wonder Red kind of fills the same like comic booky niche as well, and I I think is a more recent and and relevant title. Granted, I kind of did. Is has there been like a, a beautiful Joe sequel news type of thing? I mean, it has oh. a sequel. Uh, there oh, are does two it? games. Oh, yeah. There, there are two beautiful, J beautiful Joe games out there, but it's beautiful been a long Jake. time since. Yeah, be, actually, I think I almost said beautiful Jane. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been a long time since Chris Ross, uh, either of those out games came out. Yeah, I think that like 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 John said, I think that mean the main kind of thing that beautiful Joe for sure has going for him is like the the comic book aesthetic, the the beautiful kind of cell shaded graphics and and the cartoonish effects that really lend themselves super well to a game like smash plus he's the main character of his games which mr boss for all this hyrule does not really have going for him unfortunately mm -hmm. uh, yeah. r.i.p in most of the games and uh actually i think like he dies in he spoilers he dies in wind waker dies in he uh, does <gasps> Shoot, spoilers for a 20-year-old video game. No, I mean, I, I've watched an LPO, but I legit don't remember that. Oh, damn. Oh, my he, bad. <laughs> at he, at the end, he floods Hyrule. He, he floods Super Hyrule worth the play. Body and it's done. Yep. I, I, yeah, I had wait, this... wait, when are we When are we getting a, like a side series of Lister playing through all the Zelda games? Like, no, when's that I, listen, I, I am only good at some games. Oh come I, on! I would I would not be good at Zelda games. Uh, Breath of the Wild I is the only one that I put real time into, and mm -hmm. I kind of lost my save file. I don't know where it is. And by oh, when no. I say I don't know where it is, I mean that literally because it was Shame. on a flash drive plugged into my Wii U, and I don't know which flash drive that is. Oh, you played it on the Wii U? Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. I think that makes you one of like three. So good for you. Probably. Trevor is another one. TurboTax is another one. Yeah. I, I didn't get the Switch immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair. Because there wasn't a whole lot out for it in the beginning. 
Mm-hmm. That's true. You I, didn't want to uh, get one two switch. Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah, they no. can't even joke about it. <laughs> no. Any uh, any joke that we could make videos, uh, mm-hmm. you know. I'm gonna yes, one two yes. switch your camera off. <laughs> hey oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, anyway, I, I think that this this is a this is a would you rather type of format, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like which which kid yeah, would you yeah. rather have in? There's nothing about uh real yeah. odds here. Cuz if if honestly, I don't know who I pick if it was who I think is more likely cuz they would both score very low. I think so too. I think so who I would rather is probably Beautiful Joe. Personally, I think that he he's got like He's got some neat things going for him. I, I believe there's like some time time travel type mechanics, which we also have a little bit of a taste of from Bayonetta, how they would do that in Smash. And it's worked out to decent effect, I think, with Bayonetta. So mm-hmm. I think I, if I'm picking, I'm, I'm thinking I'd go with, uh, with old, old Beautiful. Okay. All right. Jono, what about you? King Rome, Bosphoramus, Hyrule, and King Daphnis, Snowhansen, Hyrule, and King Dead Guy from Link to the Past. Yeah, they get my vote. <laughs> what about King Harkinian? King Harkinian. King Harkinian gets my vote. Yes. And what absolutely CDI Link reference. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. He's taking the Triforce <laughs> of Courage. Yep. He's yep. going to take yep. some fucking skulls. <laughs> From no, a link to the past, King King Hyrule. Exactly. Yeah. He'll hold it up like old Yorick. Oh, okay, okay. I'm coming around. I'm... See? But See? I'm coming There's around. comedy here. Uh, something I thought very funny that you mentioned, Ebit. Yeah, you were talking about Wonder Red could be like, uh, would be like a more modern way to do I Beautiful thought of Joe. Too, yeah. Yeah. So, in the Smash episode where we discussed Beautiful Joe, he was up against Wonder Red. Oh, wild. <laughs> yeah. That was the uh, Hideki Kamiya episode where we put Wonder Red against Beautiful Joe and Jill Valentine against Dante. Well, that's why you guys are blocked on Twitter. I see. I- I'm yep. picking up the lore. I see. <laughs> yep. yep. Oh, I actually, I voted for Wonder Red, and then you and Eric voted for Beautiful Joe. I remember this. Okay. Interesting. I, I tried to play Wonderful 101, then I got bored halfway through. Ooh, it didn't help that the drawing... It, it didn't help that like, the weapon drawing mechanic was kind of funky. It's a little funky. It didn't want to work all the time. But as for these two characters, the one that I'm going to put my vote towards, that is going to be the king of humor. Which could go either way here still. But no, it's King Bosphoramus Hyrule and King Daphnis Hyrule <laughs> and King Harkinian. Because fuck yes, he'd be funny as hell. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Turn that man into a boat, goddammit. This is how desperate okay. we are for one more for one more unique Zelda character. <laughs> that's honestly true. Please, please give us something that's not mm-hmm. Link, Zelda, or Ganondorf. Or if some other I Triforce would... wielder, please. And if you are, it needs to be Tetra or Pig Ganon. Mm-hmm. Not another Link. Yep. 
I will take um, Stone Talus at this point. I mean, let's not go too us... far. Yeah, yeah. Let's I, not I take go Coblin. too far. I take Wallman. I'll take I'll... Baby Sidon from Age of Calamity. <laughs> oh my god! I'll take that snot-nosed kid from Wind Waker. Colin okay. from Twilight Princess. He's the new Link. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Digging in deeper. Yes. Uh, our next matchup is going to be the Castle Crashers from Castle Crashers versus Dante from Devil May Cry. I guess we just mentioned. Oh my god. Dante from the Devil I'm May sorry. Cry series? Yeah, now featuring Castle Crasher. Now featuring Castle Crashers. Yeah. So, uh, what's there to say about Dante that hasn't been said across the gaming sphere? This guy has a fuck ton of weapons. Yeah, he mainly uses his two guns and his sword. But he's got a fuck ton that they could pull from. Yes, he does have pizza. That's got to be one of his victory animations is him eating pizza. Uh, but he has a fucking ton that they could do. Uh, there, there's there's more options than what Bayonetta had. And Bayonetta, they really just gave her the most basic choices they could have. Honestly, I hope that I kind of want them to get a little bit more creative with her in the next game that she's back again. Cast Crashers, the way I see it, you got four knights. So there's four costumes. They just swap in their different colors. They got bows. They got swords. They got magic. Pretty basic between the four of them, but it's a fun game. Mm-hmm. It is a fun game. Uh, what is there to say about this matchup? It's uh, It humors me. <laughs> in, what, in what sense? Tell me more. You have a indie masterpiece of the Newgrounds era. It's true. A beat 'em up, if you will. A slash 'em up, if you will, of of great humor. It, it's a modern style. arcade side scrolling beat 'em up. Mm-hmm. Versus one of the most celebrated gaming icons of of all time. <laughs> I can't front. Obviously, this is extremely stilted towards Dante. Yeah. It's one of those things. Are you sure? But but Lister loves Castle Crasher, so let's give him the floor. I mean, it's Jake's turn to talk next. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say a little bit more of the same of what Jono just said as well. Because, <laughs> to be honest, like, I, I've i played Castle Crashers. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a good game. It's a good time. But... It, and and it's a, it is a classic. I will say that it's, it's very highly reminiscent of the um, of the Newgrounds era, and like it, it's a very big indie success story for sure. Now, and correct me if I'm wrong. This we're just talking about like their chances of being a playable character in Smash. No, or... uh, not not chances. What we want. To Sorry, see. not not okay. But but as a playable personal wants. Yes, as a playable yes. character. In that in that sense, it's it's not it, it there's no brainer in my mind and it's dante know, it's, because it's what? It, yeah 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 no it, it's dante sorry dante from the devil may cry series for all the memes that everybody says featuring dante like he's he's pretty cool like he's he's as jono said like a titan of the gaming world and i i, I said it already once but it, i think it bears repeating like the, the trend of the characters that are being added now at this point in the in the smash life cycle 
it's what's going to be more of a spectacle. And what more of a spectacle, honestly, than a character that has all the memes that I'm sure Nintendo has to be aware of about Sonic and Knuckles and, you know, like, and this and Funky Kong featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Like, that's that's easy marketing money right there. But also... On top of that, if 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 you're somebody who doesn't like the memes, like he's still an iconic gaming character with yeah. a cool, very variety, very varied move set potential. Um, lots of different tools for his for his kit. Like I think that I think he's. I w- I'd be surprised if he doesn't make it in, and and I think that he's the character I would pick that I want as well. A lot I would of people were surprised also, he wasn't yeah. an ultimate. Uh, I think yeah. it was uh, Byleth. When Byleth was added, like all there were rumors pointing towards Dante at the time, and then right. Byleth came out of nowhere, and people were just like, "What happened to Dante?" It's Another like, it wasn't Byleth. happening. I think out of yeah, sorry. No, go on. We don't need to. I think out of Byleth. all the, I know. We don't talk about Violet. Violet has been a running joke on the podcast since Violet was added to Smash. And I feel like at this point, since we remade Violet's moveset uh, earlier this season, I think at this point we can retire Violet. We can bury like, we've, we've it. We've done it. It's done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go check and out that episode if you want to see better. how Violet works or just look at his page on the Smashtopia wiki. Either or. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, looking at, I am myself surprised that Dante was not included in, in Ultimate um, in hindsight. Um, certainly most of the characters that we received as DLC were, were worthy. We got some crazy inclusions like Sephiroth or another white-haired swordsman individual. Uh, out of, yeah, crazy, crazy. But um, so, I, so I don't hold anything against the selection, but, uh, but it is a little surprising in hindsight. Um, and I also think that out of all the Capcom characters, of which there are many, none of which we had DLC of, which is even more surprising than Dante himself not making it in. Uh, I guess maybe the level was we got the um, Monster Hunter boss. But, um, you know, you have you have Leon and Jill, you know, the Resident Evil team, uh, Amaterasu, uh, Monster Hunter, Phoenix more Wright, Street Fighter, Dark Phoenix Wright, Mega Man, yep. uh, Beautiful Joe. Yeah, there's, there's so much to pull from, many of which are top choices. You you have your Phoenix, you have your Amaterasu. But Dante, I mean, all of my considerations aside, all of, all of my bias aside, I mean, by far, he's obviously the choice, I think, out of any Capcom character to make it into the next Smash. Uh, and most third parties, too. Like, period. Um, that said, I'm voting for Cat Dante. <laughs> I right. thought this was gonna go another way. I was really <laughs> on the edge of your seat. Yeah. So uh, jokes aside, um, about Cast Crush would not. No, I am voting Dante as well. I was like, listen, Cast Crush would be out there. Yeah. It's not ever happening. Would I lose mm-hmm. my fucking shit? Yeah, for multiple reasons. Like one, because there's no fucking way it should be fucking happening. It's like Sakurai. <laughs> what drugs are you on, sir? But it has to be Dante out of these two characters. I don't know if I'd say he's my top pick out of Capcom. Actually, we had an episode that discussed this uh, just last season. Links downstairs. <laughs> I mean, 
and check the playlist. Uh, but Dante is an amazing choice. You cannot deny uh, his presence on gaming, what he's done for the for the genres, and just where he is in Capcom, uh, representing mm -hmm. a whole section of them as well. Like you got to go Dante with this matchup, but between other yeah. the characters today, I mean, who knows? But uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's he's it's a contender. Easy he's not these the two. contender. You know, it's uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, perhaps the the contender will be in this next matchup though. Because I now give you K.K. Slider of Animal Crossing versus the Lemmings from Lemmings. Okay. DJ's face. <laughs> Did you guys do an April Fool's joke episode no. and that's why Lemmings got here? Or uh... No, um, not not quite. But the, the penultimate Smash Bros. episode of every season, we pick... A very out there matchup, and this season it was Lemmings you sure versus, do. this this season it was Lemmings versus Sims, so you see where we got that. I see. We both went in expecting to vote for Sims. You know, it's the more <laughs> notable. It's it's the more contemporary series, right? So, and you figure there's more to pull from, but Lemmings is surprising. Or is surprising because um, actually a lot of different actions that you can get them to do things like. Uh, digging tunnels with their pickaxes, uh, parachuting down. They can explode. Yeah, they, they will just straight up fucking explode. Uh, there's a lot of action that you can get them to do across uh, just even the first two Lemmings games as they're just trying to survive. You guiding them from one place to another. You just, uh, I think they even have jetpacks. I don't have the page pulled up at the moment, but they have a list of different things to pull from. And just the stack of seeing these little guys fight was just too amusing to pass up. Uh, K.K. Slider, on the other hand, came from our Animal Crossing episode where we had four different Animal Crossing characters in a whole battle royale. So we picked two out of four contenders, and he was one of our uh, picks. Uh, he fights with music, I think. I think that's pretty obvious. He's going to break his guitar oh. by bashing it over somebody's head. What else he'd be doing, I don't know. But hey, we don't have a music-based fighter in Smash yet. Mm -hmm. I feel like, and if we're going to get one, I feel like he's a top-choice pick for that. Yeah, I agree, and I, I think that um, even if we had a rhythm-based character, per se, like Marshall or someone else from Rhythm Heaven, I think there's still room for a musician character, yeah. because rhythm and melody are two separate components of music, and K.K. Slider could be your melody. Um, yeah, he fights with his guitar, he sings, he's a dog, uh, and the dog is... There's a dog at Bargain Mart, and the dog is singing. So, or wasn't the checkmate? Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's that. Lemmings. I mean, again, it, it was an off kilter choice. We didn't even expect for it to be the one. But then we're researching it during the episode, and we're like, "Well, shit! I think we're going with lemmings." Uh, <laughs> there, there's still room for their for their green haired mops somewhere. If Jake swapped the color of his shirt with his hair, he would be a lemming. It's true. Green hair. Yes. Yep. I would like that a lot. Yeah, we'll we'll start the fund, I guess, for me to dye my hair vivid green. Okay, how much? Uh, you guys probably. Uh, I got five. How much do you guys make for this show again? Nothing. <laughs> how much am I getting for my? Nothing. Okay, okay, then uh, I guess you're getting. We're paying you an exposure. Oh, oh, I see. God. I see. 
I work in the music industry, so I know all too much about that. Um, <laughs> it's fair. Um, I think as far as characters go, I I I, I agree with Jono again. Uh, I do think that like it would be really interesting to see a neat kind of riff, <laughs> music pun, on a rhythm and music character. So K.K. Slider is a really cool cool homage, especially for being uh, like the in-game avatar of of Totaka. Right? Yeah. So I, I thought it was like, K.K., but I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah. That that's like his his nickname, as I understand. And, so like having having him be a character would be a really neat homage to to him uh, as a as a person as a collaborator as a musician on the Smash series and other games of course like you can you can think about like having the cool taunt factor of like KK Song making an appearance for instance which is his like signature like secret song Easter egg that he puts in every game that he composes for like it's a really neat tip of the hat. And a really his, cool character idea as well. His victory so. music would absolutely be a KK Slider version of the Animal Crossing victory music. Sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking like a taunt, like or even like a could be something like uh, like him like stopping and playing KK song, and then something happens, like yeah. which uh, which would be kind of neat, like y- you know, like in in a link to the past, or no, sorry, uh, Link's Awakening, where if you stay in uh, the the house of the guy from for whom the for the frog the bell tolls or whatever it's called, and mm-hmm. like you stay there for long enough, and it it plays the the little the little uh, yeah, Totokeke jingle. jingle. Yeah. So, like, I think that would be pretty neat. I think uh, he's my pick for sure. No question, he's my pick. Yeah. KK Slider. The man, the dog. <laughs> is he a man or is he a dog, or is he? A bear? He's uh, naked. So that's for sure. That's the opening line of my memoir. <laughs> is he a man? Is he a dog? He's naked. That's for sure. <laughs> is this a new Hello Kitty situation? Um, I think it's goodbye, doggy. <laughs> or it, does that mean did I just lose the the vote from you? Oh, shoot. I don't know. <laughs> what are you we'll thinking? See. Uh, honestly, between these two characters, I could kind of go either way. Um, if I was more into the sim games of Animal Crossing or just sim games in general, it would probably be an easier slam for KK Slider. But mm-hmm. considering this just art games in general, and I'm not a music person in general, uh, it's more just like I'm more neutral about it. Uh, I don't dislike anything about the character. I think he's an interesting choice. Uh, mm-hmm. He was easily the uh, best choice out of the four Animal Crossing characters we had in that episode, period. I agree. Uh, but then Lemmings, I just think there's something not quite on the same level of what I have, how I said King of Hyrule would be humorous, but there's just something that would be funny about having the Lemmings, something charming about them. I don't really know what it is. Uh, but I... Whether either or the words, whichever of these two would go on from here, I would be happy with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Lem- part of Lemmings' charm is that it's such an old character. These these are characters that are, I think, forty plus years old at this point. You know, from from the Commodore Amiga oh. era. Um, you know, certain. I don't know how old, but certainly pre eighties. 
like they're they're like a 76 77 thing i think uh it but either way it's of the era it it, it evokes that realm regardless of release date um so that's 1991 that's cool. that's cool. sir what 1991 what in the hell wow this proves two things. I don't know shit, and the 90s were further away than we think, which is sad. Uh, <laughs> also, the, we you were old. saying, like, 70s? The Commodore came yeah. out in 82. Oh, maybe the Commodore gaming system, okay. The Commodore yeah, 64. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Interesting. That's, that's prehistory to us. Um <laughs> Nonetheless, they, they, they do. They they evoke that early okay, let's if it's not that era, it's at least like what what, what came out in the nineties. Mavis Beacon teaches typing. It came from that era. E. T. on the NES, you know, it feels like that. Anyway, I vote for KK Slider. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, as, I mean, first of all, KK already has two votes. Uh, and I'm fine with that because uh, again, like I was kind of, I could go uh, either way on here. Because um, yeah. you know, both would be fun. I think personally. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. for our next matchup, boy, this is gonna be an odd one. As they all are really. Yeah. Uh, but we're going Albert Wesker, who we just <sighs> talked about not that long ago, Mutated. versus another mm. Animal Crossing character. Are you kidding me? Okay. Blathers. <laughs> our other winner from the Animal Crossing Battle Royale, where KK Slider and Blathers beat out Crazy Red. And who was the other one? Mr. Rossetti. Mr. Rossetti. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. So interesting to see that you guys uh, didn't pick Crazy Red out of those. That's, that's interesting. That's crazy, right? Because, yeah. because, yeah. like, based on based on our earlier discussion about the rate their chances with Tom Nook coming out kind of on top as as a shock vote, I think for at least to me a bit of a shock vote from from you guys, uh, Lister, as you said, you're I not mean, a big. Uh, when Isabel was added, I was like, okay, who's our? Like, I thought it was gonna be Tom Nook before Isabel. For sure. I, I think that Isabel getting at it kind of smash or dashed her chances, or Tom Nook's chances. I don't know. <laughs> we got Fox Falcon and Wolf. Yeah, that's true. Um, do, 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 yeah, I guess that for me, I, I don't know much about Resident Evil here, so my I, I don't have much to contribute, unfortunately. Um, I know Wesker is like a key villain and, and it sounds like a recurring key villain. So that's kind of neat. Um, I it's... would probably rather see a protagonist character first, uh, from the Resident Evil series. Although leading with a villain would be kind of interesting, I think too, in, in terms of gimmicks, mm -hmm. not really the smash MO, but sure. Why not? Like there aren't a stopping. lot of franchises. I... Where I feel like I you can't can say. lead with a villain. But I think Resident yeah. Evil is one of them. Partly because... It's in the name. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Although in Japan, it's Biohazard. Uh, oh, for real? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. And then, and then Resident Evil 7 is subtitled Biohazard in America. But in Japan, it's Biohazard 7 Resident Evil. So there's a fun <laughs> fact for you. That's cute. I like yeah. that. Uh, but uh, Resident Evil is one of the it's few cute. franchises that they could lead with a villain for. <laughs> 
because Wesker, while he's not necessarily the villain in every game, he's really only the villain in one and five. Uh, but mm -hmm. he's present in the lore to such a staggering amount. And the protagonists change out um, often. The first game, your protagonists are Chris and Jill. The second game, it's Jill. Uh, and then Carlos is being a secondary. The third game, you have Leon. No, no, the second game is Leon. Sorry. Leon and Claire. The third game was when you have Jill and Claire. And then four is Leon again. Five is Chris. And then six is like fucking four different people. And then seven and eight, we have this Ethan Winters guy whose face we still have not actually seen. <laughs> so that's why I was just like, which protagonist do you choose? I don't fucking know. How about Wesker? Yeah. Um, and to that to, to that end, too, to that argument, I, I would also say Wesker is, uh, although not the protagonist, he is the, the root responsible for the biohazard for the Resident Evil project. Yeah. So he's flagship to the lore and the plot of the story. Um, and to me, he's just a more interesting character from a gameplay standpoint. Uh, coming in from someone who can use biohazard mutations and has a bunch of different, essentially, superpowers uh, makes him stand out from the crowd. For me, from kind of a want standpoint versus the protagonist of Resident Evil, who, you know, they would use their roundhouse kicks and their guns and their and their grenade launchers, which we kind of already see with Snake. And uh, Wesker can do any of that stuff, too, because he is uh, a Star's agent. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. one of the members of Stars in the first game. Turns out he put stars together as test subjects against his monsters, which, all right, dude. Uh, but then also he can throw a fucking uh, missile at you. So that's a thing that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who was he against again? I'm not even being facetious. Uh That was in our uh, Evil Doctor Mad Scientist episode. <laughs> I oh, think he was flat. against... Yeah, he was against, yeah. yeah, he was against Dr. Cortex. Uh, but in this matchup, he's against Blathers from Animal Crossing... Who you know runs a museum? You have to think like, okay, well, what the fuck can he do? He runs a museum, true, but um, who says he can't like drop a fucking statue on somebody or release the bees? Or Celeste could come <laughs> in and do Cage. something with uh, with a constellation. Who knows? There, mm -hmm. There's with pretty much any Animal Crossing character you do, you're gonna be inventing a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. A final smash could be a giant bug chasing him. It's like it's like field. it's like the pig ant in Final Smash, except Blathers just runs forward and then like a giant bug just like <laughs> runs across in a straight line and hits anybody. Yeah. Either that, or he makes you a part of the museum, like embalms or, you and just puts you on a stick. Blathers turns around, goes wide eyes, faints, and then the giant bug <laughs> yeah. comes running through. Yes. Yep. Because yep. he just because yep. he just saw a fucking fifty foot tall beetle charging right for him. He's like, I yeah. would rather be dead right now. <laughs> like K.K. Slider, Blathers is an Animal Crossing character where you have to think a little bit out of the box because yeah. you, Villager and Isabel, you know, you're like, okay, they have their balloon, then they have their pocket. Tom Nook would definitely have pocket. Uh, Blathers could go either way. K.K. Slider could go either way on, on that standard move, but generally the moveset would have to revolve around a specific gimmick. Blathers would be interesting because you really have to improvise the moveset. Uh, and that could be fun because you're pulling from all these different elements from the museum, the bugs, the fish, the, the, the fine art, the paintings, and pulling all that together. 
Yeah. Um, and then also having the astrology standpoint, the, the star standpoint with, with Celeste, as you said, as a potential add-on. So there, there is stuff to work with here. So um, just maybe we can convince ourselves to make this a little harder than it seems. <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think it's that hard of a decision. Like I, I knowing as little as I do about, uh, about uh, Resident Evil itself, I'm still voting Wesker. Like it, it's uh it's kind of a no brainer to me. I couldn't, I couldn't see, I don't have any particular interest in, in Blathers as a character. Uh, yeah. Like I, I like him. He's lovable. He's a, he's a classic animal crossing character, but in that game, he should stay. I think I, I don't think he's uh he's got the fight, the, the chops I, I'll put to, <laughs> to uh, come to smash. How okay. about, he gets an assist stroke where he still faints when a giant beetle comes running by. I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. But would I rather? <laughs> would I rather he be a playable fighter over uh, like an iconic villain of of gaming lore? Nah. Yeah, I'm fair. going Wesker. It's. Uh, I actually thought you were going to kill Plavis though, so that's why I was just like, no. "Oh shit! All right." Because yeah, I'm also right. an easy vote for Wesker. I mean, come the fuck on. No mm-hmm. shame the Blathers. I'm sure Jono and I eventually will make a move step forward because we're fucking madmen. Great but, material for making a move set, no question. Yeah. But yeah. Would I rather see him over 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 a villain yeah. like that? Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. I figured. Yeah. Alright, well that's one Animal Crossing character Onward. down. There's one more uh that we'll see again in round two. But for our next matchup, oh boy. <laughs> so is it finally here oh it's finally here <laughs> you don't know who the matchup is let it be so gods of super cast brothers our first opponent is Crazy. bill overbeck from left for dead mm-hmm. <laughs> the second one now jake i mentioned how the penultimate final this Finals, yes. the, the, the ultimate yes. Smash episode gets funky. One matchup, we like to pick two characters that are just like completely wild enough that the other matchup is between two non-video game characters. So we are now pitting Bill Overbeck, a video game character, and Survivor, well, kind of a survivor of the zombie apocalypse until the second game's DLC happens. Against Spoilers. Tony Hawk! Who? Tony Hawk! Who? I don't know who that is. Fuck off. <laughs> You're lying. Nobody nobody on the internet knows who he is. No, no, we know who he is, we just can't recognize him. Yeah, yeah, fair. Okay, that that's true. All yeah, of his alts are just different oh people. God. Oh my god. Yep, okay, it's yep. here. It's this one. Wonder, wonder what he's up to these days. Uh, this. This. He's, he's being added into Smash. That's what he's up to. That, Maybe. That's what he's doing. I love that tweet, personally, when he, yeah. when he says, what, I wonder what he's up to this. <laughs> so good. And the, the lady just does board. not realize. She's like, huh. Huh. <laughs> God. So, Jesus Christ, this one. Can, can you give me a primer on Bill? Yeah. So, Bill and Rebecca is one of the four playable characters in the first Left 4 Dead game. A game where you're fighting out the zombie horde. Uh, very few kids are immune to the zombie infection. And, you know, this survivor of, I believe, the Vietnam War is one of them. Uh, he, it's guns. It's shooting zombies. 
The first game doesn't have melee weapons, but they add melee weapons to the second game. So you got baseball bats, machetes, a chainsaw. Uh, but mainly it's stuff like uh, some machine guns, snipers, shotguns, pistols. Uh, and there's also some throwables that they, they can use, like um, a Molotov cocktail, a pipe bomb, a canister of essentially zombie puke that attracts zombies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a little disgusting. But Bill is uh, more or less the lead character in the first game. He's the leader of his team alongside Francis, uh, Zoe, and uh, Lewis. And they go from location to location, going through little short campaigns, just trying to find a place to escape to. And then in the second game, uh, the four of them appear in a special DLC chapter where they get to meet the survivors of the second game. And at the end, uh, three giant... Well, essentially... A imagine Hulk as a zombie, but three of them show up at once, and Bill holds down the fort with an M16 and fights them off so everybody else can escape, and unfortunately, he does not. That's pretty much your primer on Bill. And then he gets added into Dead by Daylight for some fucking reason. I'm not kidding, he's in the game. Sweet. Okay. So he's an old man who shoots and then dies. And smokes. And is he, he's the photographer as well? Like, is there a photographer character from For Dead? No. He's thinking of what? Frank West. I am thinking of Frank You're West. You're thinking of Frank West. Nice. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Have we ever, I feel like we've, have we done Frank West? We've never covered Frank West. Oh, no, I think we're going, I think, no, we have not yet covered Frank West, but I, uh, yeah. <laughs> For this Okay. <laughs> cool, okay. Um, okay, neat. Uh, you know, actually, I kind of think that of of non-game characters that could kind of be a funny or fun gimmicky kind of character, Tony Hawk is actually, like, a pretty funny choice. Like, but, you know, we, we, we've got, like... I could see there being some some fun moveset potential for what he could bring to the table. But yeah. like, there's there's everything all, is a different course, skateboard trick. Yeah, all the different tricks you could. I'm certain that would make for an interesting comboing yeah. system because I mean, that's a very key part of the of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. Every single mm -hmm. one of Wii Fit Trick's attacks is a different yoga pose. So I can't true. Tony Hawk use a different skateboard trick for every attack. Sure. Now, yeah. granted. I I'm I would be surprised between the three of us if we could name enough skateboarding tricks without any research. Ollie. Nine hundred degree spin, seven twenty degree spin, three sixty sure. degree spin. <laughs> uh, okay, 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 okay. Grinding on rails. At this point at this point you're pretty much just playing that one uh, Mario Party minigame where you're like mashing the yes! to rotate around. <laughs> the the snowboarding one. Yeah, <laughs> um, nice. but uh, one of my favorite, I, it must be said, said that one of my favorite uh, skateboarding tricks is the caveman, where you pick up your skateboard and jump on it later. Mm. <laughs> so I, it's, it, I think that I do kind of think it would, be, it could be an interesting individual character gimmick for a move set to put together, like a. The more tricks that you land in combination between getting hit, the higher your like uh, like a, a scaling percentage of like your knockback or like the amount of 
percent damage you'll deal out in your next attack like yeah increases over time you could have some kind of a meter um, gimmick like that or something like that yeah like i i could see it making for a very interesting and fun and kind of cool um character i kind of i i think now again knowing very little about bill and getting confused immediately with frank west i think that as far as characters from like a zombie apocalypse survival type game go frank west is the more iconic um so i and and you know despite nobody recognizing tony these days i kind of think it would be i'm picking i'm picking mr hawk if if i'm being honest okay fill up his meter long enough and to to the highest point you can make him become invisible as well he might become (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say he might become recognizable at that point, but oh, invisible, okay. that's, that's pretty good. That's good. The height of his fame. It's a little Easter egg. He's gone. He reached the top of his meter and he de to his 20s. <laughs> One of his, um, uh, his taunts is him just saying, this. <laughs> yep. Yep. In the, in the first Tournament of Champions, we had Spider-Man in the slot. Ah. <sighs> In the second tournament of champions, we had Ronald McDonald in the spot. Neither of okay. them made it to round two. Today, Tony Hawk is making it to round two. Yes, he Let's is. Go! Yes, yeah. he is. I was gonna vote Tony as well. It's like go team. It's like normally my <laughs> policy is, it's not a video game character, so it loses. But Tony Hawk, fucking first of all, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games are great. Amazing. Right. Yep. They're great. Totally. Uh, the only reason why we're not getting a remake of uh, 3 and 4 coming together, like we got 1 and 2, is because Activision pulled an Activision on itself. Activision Tony, Tony has actually ass. confirmed that, that they were going to work on one, but Activision pulled back on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, the fact is, like, well, I do like Left 4 Dead, and I like Bill. There are way more, there are better characters for Bill to fill that kind of a slot. Frank West mm-hmm. uh, being a name one. Any Resident Evil character, most Resident Evil characters, uh, but Bill in Left 4 Dead, unfortunately, is just like of all zombie-related killing characters, there's he's just he has less to do and he's not as interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tony's moving on. We're getting we're getting to the meat of this thing. Indeed, we have our last matchup of round one. That is going to be um, the prince of all cosmos of Katamari Damacy against uh, Manny Calavera from Grim Fandango. Oh, 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 okay. We have a boy that pushes a ball and it, things get stuck to it. And then a dead guy who tries to sell tickets to dead people vacations <laughs> I, I, I don't know Grim Fandango it, Kelly is probably just like he, he's getting the sense that he needs to murder me right now and that's fair <laughs> uh, I don't know the games it's something about him selling tickets to the afterlife on like better trains or something and then he goes on an adventure I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. but he has a scythe and pigeons. And a hearse, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What a guy. <laughs> I get the feeling Jake doesn't know either of these either. Nope. 
No, I will say, Jake, this, cool. is, this is Lister at the Lister at the start of this mentioned like some of these things are less what you want and more like if you had to put one in, which one would it be? This is this may be that for you. Yeah. This may be that. This may be uh, that for me. This is, this is that for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't really know much about either of these these games mm-hmm. to be honest. So I'm not a I'm not a good candidate to be weighing in here. But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. I think I kind of recall vaguely that I was the tiebreaker on the um, the Prince of All Cosmos. I you think were. I was consulted for my opinion on this one. Mm-hmm. This is a recent-ish episode, or is it? Well, it, I don't was, know this, it was this season, so it was, it was yeah, in the last was, year. Yeah, it was actually back in May, actually. It was Prince of okay. All Cosmos, which is Aurora from Shot of Light. Right. Right. That was our uh, our royalty episode. Right. And you did choose so, the Prince of All Cosmos there. Yeah. And I did pick the Prince of All Cosmos there. And that was more of a kind of a a, a tip of the hat to a, a friend of ours or a, an online acquaintance of Why ours. Why do you who... think this character was in that episode? <laughs> the same reason. So, yeah, uh, I, again, like, I mean, that that friend of ours, we're, we're not in contact anymore, but that oh, friend... Never mind. Uh, that's not why different way of thinking well, of somebody else. For the Prince of All Cosmos? Yeah, I was thinking of somebody that's in CSWS. Oh, no. Nah, no, a, a different friend from, from the distant past, from the yeah. Mercurius. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't want to name drop them just in case. Fair like, enough. But, oh, uh, <laughs> oh oops. <laughs> um, but I, I, I know they were very fond of, of Katamari Damacy and, and great game. It, it seems like a lot of fun. And Oh, I know who you're talking about. It's not who I was thinking of either, but I, oh, remember, okay. them. I uh, remember Maybe, them. maybe there are a few people who we know that, uh, yeah. that have, uh, this, Prince yeah. of all Cosmos. This, anyway, all this is yeah. to say, I, I'll, I'll stay the course on that one and and of the of the two without really any prior foreknowledge of of either of these two characters i'm going for all cosmos yeah yeah that's that's fair uh yeah manny does have a hers he's he can uh he can dress in various outfits for for stealth missions uh he uses carrier pigeons to fly uh and has and has a scythe as as lister had said and he and part of what kelly had said too is that he can like open up a package of and and bring out like random elements of, of gifts from the excelsior line train and and the app would so on and so forth uh my pitch for the prince of all cosmos was going to be that i too could relate to being a, a young man pushing around a giant sticky ball and capturing objects on it the size of the earth like, like cows and trains and erasers and and sushi. i don't like this conversation uh, i don't i don't like that you said you're pushing around a sticky ball yeah me either <laughs> and my dad is a giant with a g-string who lives in outer space beautiful yeah i've congrats your dad. congrats to your father <laughs> yeah i i have danced with my father in that exact outfit um i <laughs> like luther vandross i um (laughs) i also vote the prince um and again it's it's because i have a small attachment to the series i've played a couple games and and i've enjoyed them and i and i haven't played grim fandango it's it's really as simple as that i wish that i had more contacts from grim fandango and i'm sorry in particular to our friend kelly who loves it (laughs) but uh but for this 
lightning round. It's it's the print. Maybe someday Kelly will succeed in getting people to vote to force me to play Grim Vandango. One day. Maybe. Xantok plays number 476. How many games have I done now? now? I haven't done that many, but I've done a fair few. You have. Uh, I have finished recording at this day 33 solo games. Damn. So yeah, I've nice. played a few games. Yeah, here and there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm also in the Principal Cosmos. Uh, I don't really know, like, uh, Kelly, uh, our friend Kelly has actually made a move set for Manny Calavera. Um, mm-hmm. Hasn't made one for Principal Cosmos. I don't know what we would do with him instead of the Principal Cosmos besides roll ball. But that's all you need, baby. A sticky ball. There's just something with him that I just think would be funny. Again, sometimes yeah. it just comes down to there's something humorous about this character. Why not? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Especially in these, early, in these early rounds, it's going to be crunch time now, though. Yes. Now we get to round two. Now, there are a couple characters. I mentioned we were de- finished out of round one, but there just are a couple characters from this last season that we haven't discussed yet. And we'll get into... Basically, two of the characters are being held off for later, so the bracket isn't a perfect, normal 16-character bracket. But round two is going to begin with Makoto Nayegi of Danganronpa up Makoto. against... The king of Hyrule! Rombos Baramas Hyrule? Yes! Oh, man. Here's the matchup. Makoto versus the king. (laughs) So we have, as we've already discussed, the king of Hyrule, we know what he's all about. Makoto, for those that don't know, which may or may not include Jake, I don't know if he's familiar with these games. Uh... Oh, but good. Carry on. Okay, good. So I don't have to teach you. I just have to basically do a basic overview. Awesome. This boy is said to have the ultimate luck. Whether that's good or bad, well, it depends on what the story needs. But he's trapped in a murder game. 16 kids stuck in a school that they can't escape from. And they're told they can only leave if they successfully kill one of their fellow students and get away with the crime and survive a trial for their very life. He's the protagonist, so you can safely assume that he makes it. He or does. does he? Or does he? Or does he? Play the game or watch my playthrough to find out. Uh, there's our uh, well, advertising. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so we got Luck Boy versus the King. Uh, Makoto is another character that Kelly Jelly has made a move set for. Uh, I didn't make one myself because I kind of figured there wasn't a point when Kelly did. I made a different character a move set for. Or, that was a weird sense. I mean, it moves it for a different character from the series, I mean. But, uh, I think it'd be fun. I don't think there's any real chance of him happening at all. But, mm-hmm. he's, got, he's got to have some kind of tripping attack. I mean, come on. <laughs> his official picture for the first game has him losing his shoe. If the boy doesn't trip, then something is wrong. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I like the idea of Makoto in the game. It, it kind of fills that, that space, not really, but, but to the point. It's, it's, it's mystery-ish, you know, you... You're, mystery uh, visual novel. Kind of in the, yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it, there, there's elements of Kelly's moveset that, that are reminiscent of like a, a Phoenix Wright kind of, kind of dream moveset as well, uh, where, where uh, you know, there's a, the final smash being a closing argument where, uh, you know, the killer's you, they point, point down an opponent and 
bada bing, bada boom. It, it plays out a lot like it does in Danganronpa. Uh, and it's a very interesting and creative moveset, and, and one that even got like fandom attention from the fandom wiki and, and comments from a couple of randoms. And, oh, uh, no way. Was... That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so good for Kelly. The the only true simp said on October 29th, 2021. <laughs> Best thing I've seen on the wiki fandom. So... <laughs> nice. Hey, thanks to the yeah. only true simp fan of the show, friend yeah. of the show. It, it wasn't me. It wasn't me, but... um. <laughs> well, now I'm yeah. suspicious. Yeah. I'm suspicious I'm to do an of you. IP check now. Yeah. The only true simp is you. <laughs> A killer is you. So who ordered Makoto's bathwater then? Kelly. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, go on. Go on, Jono. <laughs> oh, I'm done. I'm done. I mean. All right. Yeah. Uh, Jake, give your thoughts now. Okay. Um, I think that. Yeah, probably Makoto. I think Makoto would be a lot of fun. I think that, like, there's. I haven't read Kelly's movesets or Kelly, but I do think that there's a lot of fun space for a cool moveset. Um, pretty cool. It, it the thing in Rampa games are a lot of fun, and yeah. I think that. You could probably do some fun things with the other students and like, you know, the other ultimate lucky student, our, our good boy, uh, our good pal, yeah, Nogido. Um, like he could be, he could be a fun little alt character as well. Uh, also a, another gaming icon from our favorite uh, gimmick video with uh, Sans Undertale. Um, let's see it. Oh, that's neat. That is cool art. I think that Makoto could be a lot of fun. I think that I I would vote for Makoto in this case. I <laughs> no slam against Rome Boss for Amis Hyrule, but uh, I do think that I I see the move set potential for Makoto, and I do think that there's a lot of unique pieces there. Arguably, if say Phoenix Wright was also on the um, on the table here that they'd be filling kind of the same niche of like the cross-examination and the different uh, ways that you can represent a courtroom drama in video games and then translate that into a fighting game. Um, kind of similar. There's some overlap in that, but... Yeah, if this was yeah. a vote between Phoenix and Makoto, then it's an easy vote for Phoenix. For sure. But... This isn't a battle between not. Phoenix and Makoto. Phoenix Wright was actually in last year's Tournament of Champions. And in the battle between Makoto and King Daphnis Hyrule, or Boss for Amos Hyrule, or Harkinian, uh, it's Makoto for me. The Danganronpa games are very fun. I, I've been, I enjoyed the hell out of them. I wish they'd make more. Now, I'm not expecting them to, mm -hmm. but... At least we got Ultimate Summer Camp. <laughs> At least we have that. I beat the story mode. Me too. No, you didn't. Um, no, yeah, I was going to say, wait, wait, when did you play you that? You didn't even I, play I, it. I only, I only played that. I only, that's the only oh, one yeah. in the experience I've had. Um, Man, playing that would spoil the 
one of the big twists in the first game, so I hope not. I actually, I, I, I didn't play them myself, but I've watched a couple of different folks play through the Danganronpa games. I, and there's definitely some, like, it, it's a it's a fun series. Yeah. It, it's it's well worth playing or watching, like, a playthrough I, I think, of it. If, I think it's better to play it than to watch it, but if you can't play it, then definitely watch it. It's a very compelling and interesting kind of, like, it, it's super, like, it's very hammy. So you have to come in kind of expecting that it's going to be, like, very campy and very, uh, yeah. like, tropey. Like, it, it, it plays on a lot of tropey expectations. Like, all of the characters themselves are, are like, tropes or, like, different, uh, like, yeah, Ibumi, like, I, like, really all of them. It's... It's parody of, of like of classic anime styles and, and like different things that come up in in anime games and stuff like that. But it, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun to to watch and I, I felt I was very engrossed in in I've only watched the first two so I mm. I, I watched one and two um, and I haven't watched any of the other games but I I was like really intrigued by by the games mm-hmm. anyway my vote's makoto <laughs> two votes for makoto uh i was th- i was thinking makoto as well because uh you know while, while the king of hyrule represents zelda where you can veer into many different original characters for for the next inclusion i'd be happy uh makoto even if, if it's from a franchise that i'm not interested in or uh, not necessarily not interested in but not interested in actively pursuing and playing sure. throughout the the series um, uh, for for the reasons you've already mentioned, it, it's it's a unique prospect. He's the main character. It, it's a natural fit. Uh, and I was really on the edge of voting for for the king, even as a grace vote, just for the hell of it. Um, because it, it would be funny. It would be entertaining. I would I, I would enjoy it. Uh, but no, I'll I'll go Makoto. All right, Makoto. Moving on to round three, the semifinals. But our next matchup it's going to be between Dante. And KK Slider. <laughs> Shoot. Now that's tricky. Hey, Jake, that's we can do one. this. We can do this. We can we can bar right now and can we out of the competition. Can we can we make a pact? <laughs> is this uh let's make a deal sort of vibe? What um, is this survivor bullshit going on here? Well, it's a little homage to you, really. <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. That's tough. So, I think I I still I, I stand by the idea of KK being a very compelling and interesting character um, that I could see making like being a cool Animal Crossing move set. However, 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 there are. A few things that I kind of would kind of use as caveats, I guess. And the first thing is we have two Animal Crossing characters. We've got we've got Villager, we've got Isabel, and you know if if your rate their chances is anything to go by, we might have up one day. I don't think that KK Slider really needs to be in Smash in the same way that I feel that Dante does as a, as a Titan of gaming out of respect to, you know, like what the meme potential, the, the 
the funness of his moveset. Again, I, I, I reference this as a bit of a touchstone for myself. Um, the the big Mugen fan fan game Card Sagas Wars or Card Sagas Wars, whatever that was yeah. back in the day. Yeah. They had Dante as, if not a playable character, at least as an assist character. And like I think I think he fits the mold. I think he would be a really fun addition to Smash. Um, I'm voting Dante. All right, Dante, it is. Sorry, John, I violated our as well. Act. That's two what was votes. That? That's two votes for Dante. Oh yeah, yeah, Dante. Dante. Oh shoot! No pity <laughs> vote for KK. Nah, I think I think nah. that's as deserved for like it's, all jokes it's a aside. It, it it's mm-hmm. just. It's kind of a no question in my mind. And like in a different I, bracket, KK Slider could make it to the semifinals if he was against, uh, like say Bill Overbeck or Castle Crasher. KK Slider might make it to round three, but against Dante, mm, yeah. that's a hard. Dante's kind sell. of a favorite in my mind. So, yeah. Well, on to the next one, featuring another character that we haven't even discussed yet, and actually. Two characters that both won in the same episode are nice. two mad scientists. Albert Wesker versus Dr. Wiley. Dr. Wowie? Dr. Wowie. <laughs> and to clarify, this is the classic Dr. Wiley and not the uh, Mega Man Battle Network version, in case there was any confusion. There was, thanks. Technically, he's called Lord Wiley in Bad Orc anyway, so huh. Oh, I call him that regardless. Are you look at him? Yeah. <laughs> that is the seat. That is the lease to which I have pledged myself as a vassal. As you should. I mean, what? Uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> so we have a mad scientist of the uh, bio nature, um, experimenting on creatures, mutating them, creating zombies and viruses. And then a mad scientist of the mechanical nature creating killer robots and also reprogramming other people's normal robots to become killer robots because the world just needs more killer robots, okay? Listen. And, and he knows how to move his head up and down. He, really he well. knows how to beg for his life and make people think yep. that uh, he's given up on his evil ways even though he literally was just trying to kill you not five seconds ago and his giant <laughs> death machine... Uh, in one game, he's impersonated by an alien or something. I don't quite know what the fuck's going on there, but it happens. <laughs> and then it's speculated that by the time the Mega Man X games come around, he's transferred his consciousness into a robot that has a little bit of a sim- resemblance to him, but it's not confirmed, so maybe. <laughs> he also created Zero. So, he did that. Yeah, there's a point in his direction. Okay. Uh, Jake, what are you thinking? Um, I think that Dr. Wily is kind of Wally. the more iconic of the two to me. Like, he's he's got a cool moveset potential. He's got, like, you can draw inspiration from all the Robot Masters. The Wily boss rushes are legendary. The classic Mega Man end of game kind of the Castle Wily vibes. Like, you have all of his many creations, which which could be cool, and then also you have the added bonus of his of his cool machines, such as the extremely annoying one that they have as a Smash Assist trophy today. <laughs> um, 
so I think that like I, I I'm going Dr. Wiley on this one because I think he I think he's the more the more interesting and more iconic of the two Capcom villains. That's why. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Donna? I am veering. I, I will vote for Wesker. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's, he's, he's a strong pick um, for Resident Evil, and that, that's where I'm coming from. Where Wiley comes in from the angle of classic Capcom being a, being a very iconic villain from that era. Wesker still is very uh, representative of more modern Capcom or Resident Evil and probably Street Fighter have kind of overranked and, and Monster Hunter, I mean, but that's a whole other discussion with that franchise. I think that's better discussed with bosses as opposed to a character. Um, but re- again, Resident Evil and Monster Hunter um, are, are kind of at the forefront of Capcom now. I think he's a great representative of Capcom today uh, while while filling in a lot of you know, similar other takes that Dr. Wily does as a, as a mad scientist villain opponent. Uh, even though the movesets will be wildly different, their tone is wildly different, so there's a, definitely a lot of potential and, and credence veering in both of their, their directions. Uh, but I'll, I'll go Wesker. I th- this is, you know, again, it's a, it's a what-do-you-want thing, and, I, and I've been harping on the idea to a, such a degree over the last couple of years that I've brainwashed myself, so there we go. <laughs> <laughs> brainwashed himself. Yep. It comes down to me. And here's the interesting thing here with this matchup. I have famously gone on the record to say that when it comes to third-party franchises in Smash, I would vastly prefer seeing new blood be entered into the arena than to see multiple characters be added from the same third-party franchise. To take the Sonic series as an example, people cry out for Knuckles, for Tails, for Shadow, for Dr. Eggman, and I'm just over here like, or we could get new franchises represented. That's personally what I would rather see. So from that Gilly perspective... Nickel the Dolphin. Gillian Thunderax. Gillius, <laughs> actually. It's Gillius... Oh yeah, that guy. That guy. It's Gillius <laughs> Thunderhead. <laughs> okay. Sir. Okay. <laughs> Sir. Um, but then there are some third-party characters who's like, okay, I'll take Shadow over Echo the Dolphin. Because <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, but the Wesker is a very valid choice for a third-party character. Resident Evil is a very valid third-party series to pull a character from. Uh, and so from that base nature, by my own rules, I should be voting for uh, Albert Wesker here. Also, it's Albert Wesker and Albert Wiley. Fun stuff <laughs> there. Um, but I'm also a big fan of the Mega Man franchise, and there's some bias there. Again, like, I'm more partial to the Battle Network side of the timeline than the classic timeline. Uh, but Wily himself is still just, like, he's, they're both iconic characters, but Wily hits a little bit more personally for me. Also, back in the Precarious days, I made a Wily moveset. Just Mm -hmm. gotta remind people of that. I did it way back when. 15 Um, years ago. Yep. Roughly, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Think about oh, that, no. Ebit. No. Eat no. was 15 years ago. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Time flies when you get yeah. old. Shame. 
Yeah, we're all old. Fucks Can't relate now. though. But yes, you can. You're old. Jake's at least fifteen, is what you're saying. Top secret age. Jake's at least <laughs> forty-three. Days. Looks even. <laughs> all right, spurt. Okay. You only live for seven days. Anyhow. Ooh, buddy, I thought that World was going to be reference. <laughs> no. <laughs> Critical Role reference. Oh, my bad. Uh, oh, shoot, I missed that you said squirt. I said spurt. Or spurt, spurt, yeah. sorry. Oh, my God. Wow, wow. Uh, was, so between these two, this is actually... It, it's I'm My bias is battling my rules here. I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. I hate it. Uh, I think we established earlier on in, sm- in Waiter sm- Smasher Dash, not Waiter Chances, that I kind of had to ignore that rule. I had to just like battle character against character because otherwise some things just get weird. And taking that into account, it's got to be Dr. Albert Wiley for me. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, okay. the voice group would be great, but I love me some Mega Man. And hey, you know, we've got new Pokemon that look like Mega Man characters now, so... Hey. Yeah. Checkmate, atheists. <laughs> got him. Okay. Zantok, uh, rule breaker. Oh, Missing right. the connection between the Pokemon and that. Anyway, uh, carry You on. clearly carry have on. not seen the new trailer, then. I have not, no. Okay. Well, uh, the final match of round two is going to be between... <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Tony Hawk... And the Prince of All Cosmos. Oh my god. <laughs> They're back! Yo. Is Tony uh, Ballone's gonna make it on to the next listen, round? Um, I, I, Maybe I have, I have an argument. I, I, yeah, have argument. argument. I have an argument. I have an argument. Okay, it's very simple. Very simple. Oh, just stay with me here. I'm with you. Tony Hawk. Why not? Tony Hawk. Why not Tony Hawk? Why not Tony Hawk? Why not? I'm yet to hear a compelling argument why Prince of All Cosmos should. Because Sticky you Ball. ball. Yeah. I, 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 think, you, I think you touch it and it moves. I'm voting Tony. Yeah. I think I'm voting yeah, Tony. Here. Me too. Me Moving on to wow. the semifinals, wow. we have four characters left, and Tony Hawk is one of them. Wow. Yes, sir. This is big for Cast Bros. Fuck. Yes, it is. All right, next Making up. history. We have the return of Makoto Nayegi versus his most difficult opponent, also his second opponent, Dante of Ooh. People May Cry. Ooh. I don't really care about this matchup. I'm just trying to think of who would be a better opponent for Tony to win. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey, those are strong words from uh, from uh, Capcom fan of yeah. uh, discuss it yeah. on our last round. We, just discuss we have, just kidding. We have a character that, we, that we all agree is a huge Capcom character and is arguably one of, if not the best, singular pick to be added from Capcom into Smash Brothers. Now, who is the number one pick? I'm sure somebody is is ready to argue a different name for uh, over there. Perhaps, name perhaps. In my personal world. Yes, yeah. but Dante is absolutely as, like in the top few characters. And then we have again, the luck boy that could. Uh, 
who is it luck or is it plot armor? I don't know. But <laughs> it's the main character of the first Danganronpa game. He can shoot out truth bullets from his finger guns and tell people that, no, you're wrong. Right. Right. One of these games, it's... one of these series I've played, one of these series I've watched. Mm -hmm. And right. I think it, it comes... Sorry. No, go on. It, it comes down to the... Again, it's, it's the legacy of one character knowing that he is a highly respected gaming icon, knowing that he... Knowing that, to be honest, it felt like from the start, he had a very compelling chance to win this tournament. Uh, he had a compelling, very compelling chance to be added into Ultimate DLC, and then what happened? Yeah, precisely. Um, so we could, we're easily living in a timeline where he, he could win this game. Uh, but are we going to overlook, especially in yours and Jake's shoes, the, the bias towards Makoto for being a franchise that I think you both have play, played or watched and enjoyed probably more on a personal level than Devil May Cry, if I'm not assuming too much. Uh, yeah, see, so that's where it's coming at from you guys. So I'll let you both hash it out. I mean, I have my lean. I want to, I could be influenced, so I want the discussion to kind of take its course. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, despite... Your your read is absolutely correct. Like I I have no particular for Double May Cry as a series, but but I do think that um, Dante himself is is like a a titan of gaming and in his own right and a, a gaming heavyweight and definitely a, a potential snub for some on in terms of the Smash Ballot. So or well the proverbial Smash Ballot, I guess maybe not the literal one. But right. I think that in that with that in mind, like, yeah, Dante's the choice here for me. Like, I'm not I, I'm not so compelled about Makoto's Makoto's moveset that I would overlook what Dante could bring to the table between like having a, a very stocked arsenal of weapons to um, like quite a uh, exuberant personality that shows in all of his characterizations, and I, I think that, like, yeah, I think, I think it's to me almost a no-brainer that I would say go with, go with uh, Dante from the Devil May Cry series. <laughs> he's he's both a dumbass and a badass. Yes, dumbass and a badass. <laughs> That's my understanding, but, and I'll go with that. But does he have a good ass? Let me look. I, I gotta. I gotta look. I got, let, guys, I gotta turn my camera off for a sec. Uh, be sure to turn off state search. Yeah, safe search is off. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's it's on definitely all the time at Jake's house. You forgot to turn your camera. Off. I don't know. I'm not. I, I didn't actually run a search. It was, it was a bit. It was a bit, guys. It was Aww, a bit. Come on. I can. I'll send you the results. Look at, look at mm. Evans' muscles. My God. <laughs> but their search results are <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. So okay. Dante versus Makoto. From the um, Devil May Cry series. Makoto's from Devil May Cry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I didn't yeah. know that. Holy shit. Okay. Um <sighs> This one. It's a tough choice, eh? I, I like the Danganronpa games a lot. Like the 
honestly, Devil May Cry, when I was watching the games, the gameplay, and to a degree, some of the story, I honestly didn't care about a lot. I'm not saying I didn't like it, but more perhaps it just wasn't particularly my style. That might just be that that's not the kind of game that I'm going to be good at. Dante the character, though, was pretty fucking good. That I liked. I liked Dante, and I liked um, his character interactions with others. Like, um, I mean, Virgil in particular. But then, you know, throw a Trish and Lady and Nero in there all as well. Uh, so, like, the, the core, the, the selling point of Devil May Cry to me isn't the gameplay or the story. It's just Dante and his interactions with everyone else. That's what I think is the selling point of those games. Uh, which is why when they tried to make the reboot happen was a major disappointment. Because I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? No. Don't, don't do that. Jesus Christ. But Danganronpa, um, each game has a different cast of characters. You're playing as a different protagonist. You have uh, um, different situations. I mean, there's similarities with the whole murder mystery stuff going on every time. But Makoto, he's the main guy in the first one. He he is he's an everyman kind of character. He's just he's just a guy that won a lottery to get entry into this prestigious school of people who are supposed to be the best, the best at what they do, and for some reason. This kid who's supposedly super lucky got an invite. And he's just like, why am I here? I don't know, but fuck me if I'm not going to take this opportunity. <laughs> Between them, though, getting the Smash, we've said it. Dante is far and away one of the best choices from Capcom. Probably one of the best choices from video games uh, that are not Nintendo. and Maybe including some Nintendo options. Uh, he's just a very strong chance. He has, he's just a very strong character to get in, uh, and arguably should get in. Uh, arguably should have been the DLC rep over a couple others that were chosen for ultimate, but we will not get into that right now. For whom we will not name, yeah. Yeah, on the show I mean, ever again. I mean, there's a few. There's definitely a handful that I would have picked Dante over. I would have picked Dante over Amendment. I would have picked Dante over Gasp, Sephiroth. We didn't need a second Final Fantasy VII character. I love Final Fantasy VII. If we're going to need a second Final Fantasy character, it should have been from a different title. Let's just be real here. Like, I, I was amazed when it happened, but I, I do believe that. But between these two, I don't care if they lose, but I'm going Makoto. Yeah. I, I acknowledge that he's most likely going to lose, and I'm okay with that. But I gotta throw a vote towards him. Make it interesting. I get it. Uh, you know this this Danganronpa has been a very uh, influential part of your life over the last what year or two. Um, you played through what all all of it. Oh, all, all uh, I played it. through the three main games. There's a side game that um, that exists as well. That's a a third person shooter that I did not play. Uh, I just watched, and uh, who boy. Some of the stuff that happens in it is a little uh, wild, and it's I'm mm -hmm. not gonna play it for the channel because uh, chapter three. If you know the mm -hmm. game, you know what I mean. Mm, God, I don't, I don't want to know, but I, I'll probably find out. Uh, yeah, I mean, looking over Kelly's move set of, of Makoto, there's definitely an argument there. It would be probably the one that I would veer towards from a move set perspective. Uh, given that Dante's very uh, combo heavy, uh, it would be Bayonetta-esque, even though he'd be pulling in all these different things. You know, same developer, 
kind of the same mood. It's the um, same genre. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Whereas Duncan Rumpa brings in something entirely new to Smash, um, since we, we don't have visual novel or mystery represented yet. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I buy into all of, all of the Dante hype. I'm excited for the character. I think that he's he would be a great inclusion. I yeah, he, he has strong chances for the actual Smash Six. Uh, it's kind of an evergreen character for that. He, he's he's an icon. He's he's essentially he's he's close to being like a a Mister Video Game s character. You know, with that with how popular Devil May Cry is. Uh, not only a cult classic, but a massive system seller, uh, AAA title series. Uh, uh, Danganronpa is not any of those things, <laughs> but um, you know, it's it's a cult title, um, and that's nothing to knock against it because we're not talking about chances here, not, not realistic chances. Um, so all that to say, we picked the. <clears throat> It, it's essentially do do we pick the David or the Goliath of the situation, right? It's it's uh, I mean Dave Dave won the battle. I mean there, there's that to take into account too. <laughs> uh, but I mean I will. This is this is the hardest matchup for me. Um, this has given been the that closest not, one so far. Yeah, I'm not personally invested in either character, and I recognize the pros of both characters that are very different from one another uh mm. hmm. yeah yeah i'll go dante I'll yeah go dante. yeah it's fair it's absolutely fair yeah. it's what yeah. i expected to have happened honestly mm-hmm. it's cl- it, it was close i mean it's closer than he probably thought it might have been I, I was really deliberating but ultimately the argument for him it, it's so compelling It's very strong. All right. Well, we have one of our finalists. Let's figure out the second. Let's do it. Our next matchup is Dr. Wiley versus Tony Hawk. (laughs) He's somehow back. And for me, this is the end of his tale because I'm an easy vote for Dr. Wiley at this point. Tony, he beat two characters that we didn't have a lot of connection to, and that were, in my personal opinion, smaller characters that either had less to them, or I just don't know anything about them, um, so that he was able to beat them pretty easily. But now he's against Dr. Wily, and he can't win here for me. Absolutely fair. Absolutely fair. I think the only thing that I will add to, to Tony's argument is uh, think of him not just as a meme pick or a fourth party pick or a human character pick. Think of it from the perspective of a skateboarding character. Bringing I thought you were going to say, think of him as a friend. Yeah. think Yeah, as a friend. A friend who Wait. skateboards and he fights with a skateboard and smash. It's the Tony Hawk yeah. we met along the way? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And this is why yes. we're voting for Dr. Wiley. <laughs> Y'all joking, but I'm voting for Tony Hawk. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> One I, I I love that for you. Not me though, I'm different. I, I'm You're different. 
I'm voting Dr. Wily, and the reason is because, predominantly because Dr. Wily is actually a video game character, represents a lot of classic Capcom. Um, there's all sorts of, like, high moveset, a high degree of moveset potential. I think making a moveset for Tony Hawk is an interesting thought experiment, and talking about it and like what you could potentially do to to make a combo system with with the right amount of research into skateboarding tricks and you know how you can somehow massage that into fighting game character lore and and mechanics and that's an interesting challenge but and to me dr wiley weird challenges in the past it's it's true so it's great material for for a format like what you guys have with the with the episodes um where you guys are working on the movesets but oh it's gonna be a whole documentary i i believe it and i hope that there's footage and you guys pull up clips of skateboarding tricks that you're gonna anyway i i will commit to learning how to skateboard tony hawk would take more research to make as a character for me than any other character i've ever made also the one you just did 80 moves for so but I know a lot about that character. I was able to make any moves for them. Yep. I turned Megman yep. that into a character recently, Jake. You know, yep. the very first character I... Your magnum opus. I, yeah. I, I remember. I feel like you made something. Did you make or did you plan to make a Megaman.exe character? They were the set? very first character I ever made on Mercurius. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I oh, recall finally. Oh, my Hello. God. Hello. Dog Tuggle. Hi, Tuggle. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, a couple things before we get into our final match. First of all, there's a bronze place medal to award. So, Makoto Nayegi versus Tony Hawk. Mm -hmm. Makoto. Mm -hmm. I vote Makoto. Tony Hawk. I vote Tony. What the fuck? <laughs> I hate it. I hate it, but it doesn't matter because it's just third place anyways. So fuck it. I'm not going to be that upset. Maybe oh a my bit. god. Oh my god. Finally, my my years of upset in the third round tiebreaker are over. Right. Today's the day. Today, Today mark, it, day. mark it on your calendar. Yep. Whatever Marshall day today is. is. Avenged. So... Oh now, my god. Now, here's where the, it's going to get real fucking hard. We're not that is what they yet. said. No. People who have been watching the past season may have realized that there are two characters that we haven't yet covered today that won Smash Bros. this past season. The reason why we have not covered them yet is because these two characters are ones that John and I have both declared are the characters that we most want individually. And they both featured as our characters that we said we most wanted in our uh, our company roster uh, episode that we did at the end of season two, where we picked uh, the character we most wanted for 25 different companies. And we kept these those two up because they were our number one, so it wasn't really fair. And considering that, again, it, we did not feel with these two characters, it would be fair to put them in the main bracket, because they would just make it to the finals or defeat one another earlier on if they had the misfortune of being placed up against each other early. That occurred. We did not want to deal with that. 
So instead, we decide to have a special bout between the two of them at this point. My personal champion, the character that I back the most, Gino, that's Mario RPG. <laughs> and then Jono's champion, the character that he champions for the most, Amaterasu of Okami. So I think it's fairly safe to say, and Jono, correct me if I'm wrong here, that my vote is for Gino and your vote is for Amaterasu. Is that fair to say? Yes. Yep. Okay. So, <laughs> here's what's going to happen. The two of us are going to say what we will about our individual characters. And then Make your face. Has to be the tie-breaking vote between these two titans of our personal wants and desires. And where he will be upsetting one of the two of us forever. On a personal level, on a friend level. Ade going to get murdered at a be... level. Yep. Friendships will be lost, families will be broken, Jonah. and the show will be canceled after this episode. Most, us. most devastatingly of all, out of those three things. Um, Speak about Amaterasu right now. Okay. Um, I am pretty sure by you, you've learned most of your uh, knowledge of Amaterasu over the years as a proxy through my hype for Okami since 2007 when it came out on the Nintendo Wii and quickly ascended to become my, my personal all-time favorite game. You know, and, and now looking back on it almost 20 years later, we're, we've come to a time where it's it's okay to say, you know, that the, the game has become a little rougher around the edges. You know, you, you can see it in the arena-based combat, and um, which is a little Devil May Cry-esque, actually, um, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, it's still... Uh, absolutely beautiful um, artistically, aesthetically, and, in, and culminates into this great living, breathing world of an action RPG. Um, it, it, it's, it's earned its keep and its pedigree. It's, it's to the cult level of, of, of such as like an Ocarina of Time, uh, both in my book and generally speaking. Uh, so that that's why you know that that's why this game and, and this character um, it, it's like Zelda, but you play as a dog. You are a dog. We already screwed over one white dog in this competition. Do we want to do it again? Um, Amaterasu, Amaterasu will bring a lot to the table. There's there's not a move set on the on the Smash Tokyo Wiki yet, and that's because we've already committed to to potentially doing a move set together. Um, but otherwise, we'll we'll see. Um, but. Yeah, the the character of, of Amaterasu, like like Link, is is voiceless, doesn't have a lot to say besides barks and and you know growls, but uh, she's very dog like, uh, the dog icon form of the goddess of the sun in Japanese culture. Uh, has the celestial brush as as her main weapon. You see it in Marvel vs. Capcom, um, in a fighting game style. So you can just translate that into Smash. You you have her reflectors, her glaives, her beads. You know different weapons to fight with rain it's again it's it's a kamiya game uh, a clover slash platinum game so you are getting some dante bayonetta-esque ideas here where you can you have a combo heavy bite uh quadruped rather uh a very well-rounded combo heavy bipedal quadruped with a slew of ink based magic attacks such as summoning the sun using 
solar energy and ink pots to bring for this doesn't have a list of the celestial brush techniques. That's excellent. Thank you, Okami Wiki. Uh, but but it's, there's there's the you can draw a giant cherry bomb. You you can slap people around with water or fire. Uh, you know there there's a number. Essentially, there's a number of techniques. Uh, one that I like to is is using uh, Amaterasu being a goddess of nature as well, uh, having the bloom effect. So when she runs around, you can you can see flowers follow her every footstep, popping up and popping down. Uh, finding a way to incorporate that into the move set will kind of be my uh, my champion's clarion call I mean, thing that I want to try like and do. I feel like you don't have to incorporate yeah. the move set. Just say that when Amaterasu runs little bits of grass and flowers oh, yeah. sprout up behind them and they only last for like you know a couple steps before they mm -hmm. disappear but I can no no like absolutely a normal effect from from the aesthetic standpoint yes but i'm i mean the actual bloom effect where you circle around a tree for instance oh, and, and that's the curse i gotcha yeah 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 so there are that could be something that could you can use on herself and and cure status effects or 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 any number of other things so you heal slightly I'm not entirely sure. Um, yeah, there you go. Dog. Dog. That's probably the strongest argument. Dog. 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 Magic. Unusual magic. Deitic magic. Nature magic. And time's if, up. And also, time there's up. that bug. There's I a little bug. A little bug. And he's very loud. It reminds me of one of our friends. Eric? Close enough, yes. Yep. All right. So we've heard about Amaterasu. Now let's talk Gino. Uh, from Super Mario Gino's RPG, Gino, yeah. perhaps not the main character, but perhaps the one that's quote, maybe kind of more important to the, to the actual story of what the fuck's going on than just mm -hmm. Mario. Because the game just starts out with, oh, no. Peach is being kidnapped. Mario's got to go save her. Then you find out, no, actually, there's this mystical road in the sky made up of stars, and it broke, and without it being fixed, we can't grant wishes anymore. And hi, I'm from that place, so help me fix it. Gino is effectively the main character of the story, even if he's not the main character of the game. Uh, while it never even got a sequel, it's a collaborative effort between Nintendo and Square, the fans are still proud of it to this day. Uh, it's an RPG back when the Super Nintendo didn't really have too many, I don't believe. I mean, obviously, we all know Chrono Trigger. We know Final Fantasies 4, 5, and 6 were on Super Nintendo, although not if you're in America. We only had two of those. But still, uh, it's Gino Super Mario RPG, uh, amazing character, amazing game. He doesn't have as many things to him that he can do as Amatroski doesn't have glaives and reflectors and beads no it said he can shoot bullets out of his arm uh, or tiny little star pellets or he can turn into a cannon shoot a giant flash of light or he can make beams of light fall from the fucking sky because he's essentially well amaterasu is a divine figure gino's not too far of a step down with because he's literally a fucking star in possessing a puppet's body how fucking wild is that? I mean, come the fuck on. We've already screwed over one white dog. Who's to say we can't screw over another one, as they say? 
I think also a point in Gino's favor is that his name uh, is is so powerful that we just read it as, as a swear word. Yeah. So we, we cannot <laughs> we cannot pronounce his true name. So he's just like, yeah, my name is like, uh, I don't remember it off. It's music like Star, note Heart Star. Yeah, it was like Star Heart Music Note Exclamation Point. I think is the order. It might be Heart first. I'm not really sure. It's been a bit since I saw the text. But since we can't pronounce it, he's just like, yeah, the doll that I'm in is called Geno, so just, just call me that. It's fine. Whatever. Let's go stop Smithy and his minions and fix the fucking Star Road so that uh, the princess can wish that she doesn't get kidnapped again. That that, mm-hmm. that sounds worthy, right? Uh, somebody wished for Cricket Pie. Somebody wished to meet their parents. I'm starting to realize some of these wishes were getting granted without the Star Road being fixed, but hey, Luigi didn't get his wish. Sucks Luigi to be him. never gets his wish. Luigi never what gets a man. his wish. <laughs> well, yeah, like, Gino, I fucking love the guy. Uh, John knows, John, John, I know you like Gino as well. Um, mm-hmm. Even though Alan Strauss is your number one. Super Mario RPG is a game that I will never, ever dislike. It's always going to be one of my favorites. Uh, I, I replay it every couple of years or experience it by watching somebody else play it every couple of years because there's so many games to play now. It was the very second game I ever recorded for a Let's Play for. Uh, I just want Gino in more than any other character. I'll accept the characters, but that's who I want the most. Mm-hmm. Not Piranha Plant, though. You do not, do not accept Piranha Plant. You did not do that. No! <laughs> no! Never! Bad! This is the second Golem impression to me. Gino's precious. Yes. <laughs> Only wish to catch a Gino. Oh my god. Now you need a marionette of Gino in your room for your display. Okay, well, he looks at that. Jake can deliberate. Um, You've put me up to quite a difficult task picking between two very beloved characters for the two of you and for various reasons uh it like you know personal and and also just from a a moveset perspective like both of these characters do offer some very promising movesets um very unlike other care any other character really have in smash no matter which way which way it goes uh in the end um yeah so I, I think to that end, there, there's there's no real wrong decision in my head. Like, both of these characters would be excellent fits for Smash. Um, both of them would be a lot of fun. Uh, you've got the cult classic status of Okami itself, a, a, a beloved game for many people, uh, very much in the style of Smash, or of Zelda, rather, that... that uh, you know, I, I think merits another look if, if people definitely haven't had a chance to, to play it or experience it in some form. Um, right. A lot of fun, a really cool character concept uh, in premise with with uh, with Amaterasu being, you know, as you mentioned, the the material avatar of the Divine Sun Goddess. Like, I think that's a really cool and compelling story note. Yeah. Um, Equally compelling, though, is is Gino descending from like also uh, sort of as close to a deity as I think you can really get, or at least a demigod as you can get in in the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, 
super like a cool character design be, has become extremely recognizable if if people didn't know about gino um before everybody was revving their hype cycles for the last you know probably like since pre-brawl since before yeah. brawl like every gino is being like one of those like oh we absolutely will like see gino one day square like the, especially with uh you know the I, I think if if we were all still hanging out on game five to this day like gino is almost assuredly if if he's not like the number one on these rate my chances boards now like is certainly top five so yeah whereas i think amaterasu maybe in in more recent years john to what you said earlier is okami is not the fresh like spunky game that it, it was when it came out around the time when it did come out um but it's not about who has better odds it's about who i'd rather see yep it's about who uh, you and who I'm going see. to really disappoint in this regard. And who uh, you're going to personally drive a knife in the back of. It's I'm it's so true. Myself now, I'm convincing myself now that I cannot leave the chat because it would screw up the OBS pattern when I come back. So I will refrain from this. Anyway. <laughs> you will refrain from this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that... I think that... Um, while the moveset potential for both of these characters is awesome, and I've, I've, we've explored these characters many times together over the, the many years that we've been doing Smash-related movesets and, and speculation and stuff like that, but the character who I would personally rather see in Smash... Lister, I think you must have been putting a wish on Star Road yourself, because I am voting for Gino. Gino is the yes. character I would rather see in in Smash. I didn't expect this. You didn't expect it? No. I did. You want to know why? No. <laughs> you want to know why? Okay, because a long time ago on the Smashtopia wiki, Jake made the info... Is you know, one of his little projects he was doing in the past was revamping oh, our info right. box to be he made, away he made a from new, Wikipedia. He made a different info box, and he only posted it on yeah, three yeah. characters. Mario, yeah. Balloon Fighter, and Gino. Yeah, so where has this been? I, I knew from the start. I knew from the start. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I figured... Literally, literally months ago. Anyway. The way I saw it was like, when I see SWS, you know, I've ran those polls in there. The first poll I did was... Who do we want to have added to the Smash as a Smash newcomer? And Amaterasu fucking made it to the very fucking end and won in a landslide. And I'm just like over here, it's like half you fucking people I know are only voting because of dog. But god damn it. Yeah. And Amaterasu um, beat Gino in that poll. So I just we, assumed we Amaterasu should, would do the same thing here. We we should have tracked who voted for Amaterasu in that poll. And then had them on this show instead of Jake today. No, <laughs> probably Krista. Actually, can you bring her in here? Yeah, uh, I can. Oh, ask. Krista, one hundred percent vote for Alex Ross. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> There's no question. There's Krista no question. Not because Gino is ugly. He's a puppet. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I, I <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I'm sure I've tipped my hand historically with this a little bit. Like, uh, John, as you mentioned, like, much of much of what I know about Okami is through you and, and through your, like, your love it for this series, is, or for, well, series of two games, is is radiant. Like, we, mm-hmm. we, I, I probably would not have given that game another look had it not for how much, like, love you have for that game um i probably would have been like yeah it's a it's a zelda like game and and it's got it's beautiful it's gorgeous it's stylistically impressive but especially for the time but i probably would not have um paid it as much mind i probably would have regarded it in the same way that i like other iconic cult classic games like say uh like or yeah, or out of the colossus or something yeah exactly like a, a extremely great example shadow of the colossus is, is like a very well-regarded cult classic game that like i think mm-hmm. highly highly uh like an an interesting game like but it, it's just you know not one i probably will play anytime soon okami has a different status in my heart where it's like yeah, my a really good friend of mine loves this game, and I, because of that, I'm extremely likely to play it. Yeah. So, but I am a Super Mario RPG apologist as well. I do I do love Gino as a character design. I think he's got really fun, cool moveset potential. Even if he doesn't make it into Smash, I won't be broken up about it. But I, I I'm uh, kind of. Yeah. I, I, and I think that to the point of, like, to, like, you know, I'm sure some people are out there being like, why do these people care so much about this character from 20 years, like, from 30 years ago, closer to 30 years ago, uh, that has never had a sequel, that has, like, pretty much an Ice Cube's chance in hell of making it into Smash. Same question, King K. Rule. Sorry, repeat? Same question, King K. Rule. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I do Same think question, like question mock writer. Yeah. Well, to me, like I I'm I I know. Like, it's like we like what we like. Yeah, exactly. And and to me that's like cool. yeah. there yeah. there's this cool puppet possessed by a star spirit and like he he's got like this badass attitude for as much as you could care as much personality as you could squeeze out of pixels crossing their arms and nodding their head right like it's it's um he's a really cool character and and i known super mario well known rpg super nintendo rpg fan uh yeah i i (laughs) i i I tipped my hand a little bit (laughs) i'm kind of surprised lister that but uh, I think he's just more sorry, so extremely disappointed by Amaterasu winning things, but he just expected it again. It's <laughs> it's, it's, it's like being beaten over the you know. It's, I mean, it's, I've it's gone back to, to check that poll. Thirteen people voted. The final uh, the final two in that poll we did years ago was between Amaterasu and Spyro, Spyro the Dragon, which interesting enough was also the Smash Jazz episode matchup that Amaterasu was in this season against Spyro. Because of that poll. No, not because of that poll. Uh, oh, that's really funny, then. That but I'm looking at the list of people who voted in that poll, 
And unless, when I asked the question, who are you? Unless you gave a different name, you didn't vote in that one. There are a few that I didn't get around to voting in for sure. And okay. if if I was to vote, if I retroactively was to vote, my vote would go to Amaterasu. Um, I think Fire, like, at least. There, there's a lot of, there are a lot of characters I would vote Amaterasu over. Uh, and certainly a lot in that poll. I voted... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. In in the Amaterasu versus Gino matchup, where Amaterasu demolished Gino, though, Gino would have gotten a third vote. <laughs> I didn't check was that one. Like, was it not anyway. close at all? It's uh, like a lot of. I'm not sure about that one. I didn't look for that one. I just looked for the Amaterasu yeah. one. I I would yeah. be interested to know what the score of the Amaterasu versus Gino I'll... matchup was because I do I do like. You know the the server that we're we're discussing here is is notably like quite a few people who are not like first of all not gamers typically, and second of all like moreover are not interested really in Smash itself like in the same way that the three of us are now. Right. Um. So like in you're, you're round are... two, fourteen votes were cast. I do not see Jake's name as a voter, but some people gave uh, false names such as I'm Helping or Long-Haired Beauty or Ya Boy Dave Franco <laughs> and M. Woomy and me. I that one so was. I don't know who these people are. I don't know who Aardvark was either. Actually, I kind of think I might know who that one was. But uh, it was 9 to 5 between Amaterasu and Gino. Hmm. Oh, okay. That's not that's, quite demolishing, so. not, that's interestingly closer than I kind of thought it might be based on the server makeup of the the, the poll voters that we have. But yeah. If from Richter's reaction to it, yeah. Yeah, I'm almost certain that I voted for for um, for boy. Gino in that poll. Yeah, but. And yeah, I mean, like, not that I would be upset with with Amaterasu character but i i do think that i'm i'm with the mind the 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 hive mind of the rabid fanboys that are screaming where's gino at every smash direct that we have like i'm kind of i'm kind of there like i think it it, it there bands the voice like i think it's not just north american fans it is it is also fans in japan that are are keen to have some form of representation of of Gino. I would love for that to be a Smash character. I would happily take another Super Mario RPG game. Um, but Same. That, that's, I'd take that's a fucking remake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, a remake would how, be good? How, how incredible that for the last two decades, a uh, community has managed to keep the game, I mean, a set, a, the game alive. The, yeah. the interest the spirit in Gino. Yeah. Precisely. We are wishing upon a star. Funnily enough, there's still one more matchup. <laughs> we, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. We, we still need to get to. Unfortunately, yeah. the hype here is uh Yeah. Is uh yeah. going to <laughs> it's gonna quickly become less of a, a fierce battle in my mind, but let's let's see. Let's let's bring it home strong. Alright, so in the finals. We have Dante from Devil May Cry versus Dr. Wily of Mega Man. 
a Capcom heavyweight juggernaut battle. Mm-hmm. Well, Jake, you made it sound easy, so what's your vote? <laughs> yeah. Well, in my mind, in my mind, it is a little bit easy. I, I don't really... Although, I now that I'm thinking about it, it's not it as easy. easy. It's not as easy as maybe I thought it was. It's I think easy. that Tony Hawk would, would have been a more interesting finalist here, but uh, now I'm kind of I regretting the way this. that... I agree with this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kid. Um, for... I for 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 uh for the reasons that we discussed earlier and and i i do kind of touch back to you know also a, a little bit about what lister was saying about what zantok was saying about the um about the rules that he follows about you know preferring with third parties that we would get different representations from different series before we get a second villain or a second character rather I do think that in that, with that in mind, I like the idea of seeing um, our friend uh, Dante from the Devil May Cry series as as the representation for another Capcom character. Um, it becomes only challenging because Dr. Wily has a much more whimsical and fun set potential mm -hmm. i think that there's a lot more to draw on that is quite interesting and and fun and varied than as as we discussed as well like with dante you're getting maybe a little bit you're encroaching a little bit onto the the bayonetta turf of of how the combo gaming might work and how the moveset might pan out and the the I mean, same kind of overlapping themes to that token i'll tell you as far as bayonetta is concerned in smash She's honestly fairly basic compared to what they could have done with her. They could have gone well with her giving her a bunch of different weapons and whatnot, but all she has in Smash is her feet guns. She and she sure does jump. have those. Yeah, she has a sliding attack, and then she has um, her her counter with the Wicked Weaves, for her, as far as her special attacks are concerned, that is. And then her, all her regular attacks are just like basic punches and kicks. And then she, again, uses Wicked Weaves to create gigantic fists and feet made out of hair. Dante, they can go in a different direction with. Give him his guns and swords, sure, but he can have his guitar attack. He can have his gauntlets that he has in one of the games. Go up. They can give him the fucking Stetson weapon that he gets in Devil May Cry 5. Because for some reason, they're just like, yeah, let's give him a cowboy hat for a weapon. Fuck yeah, let's do it. It's like, all right, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also if Dante were in Smash, you would finally get the answer you're you're asking for, um, of whether he has a good ass or not, because Sakurai would probably We were all asking that question. Asking I mean, well, hang question. on, he did nerf <laughs> Snake's ass. Snake's ass was nerfed. That is true. Mm -hmm. That is true. If it's about the booty, like I mean it's it's no competition in my mind. I know which way I'm but Wario? is it about the yeah, booty? Same. That's the question. Dr. Wiley would easily win. I mean, I mean, is both he, of their asses are kind of covered up, up by. Tuesday? Both of them are wearing yeah. trench coats, so it's not easy to see either of their asses. <laughs> it's so unfortunate that we had this like really good and interesting discussion about. You know, and Now we're talking about butts. Now we're talking about butts, and like, there's literally from a personal level on Listen, either. Listen, man, characters. butts disease is contagious. 
What can I say? It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just think, you know, we've, we've gone through the rounds with these two characters and we've exhausted our personal biases, our, our canon warrants, and we've just kind of come to this conclusion where I think we know in our minds where we want to go. And yeah, same. Perhaps we should just vote. Perhaps, perhaps we, should. we should. Do you want to do you want to lead? On three, we all to, say. I will... Oh, okay. And we by on three, that. I mean I'll count down to three, and then after I say three, that's when we say it, just so we're clear. Because they say on I three, have... but it's really after three. Anyways, one, two, three, Dante. Dante. Oh. All right, that's three wow. votes for Dante. I did not expect that. I thought you were going to vote Dr. Wiley. I know you did. <laughs> That's why I was throwing it in there, just like, oh yeah, it's easy. I know it's easy. Like, of course I know it's easy. It's Dante. Come on. (laughs) That being said, we're not done. The final true ultimate match is Dante versus Gino. Fuck. Okay. Fuck. Gino. Oh, that's easy. Mmm, Gino. Okay, that's three votes for Gino. Dante is the official winner, but Gino is the winner in our hearts. But yep. maybe Amaterasu represents the friends that we made along the way. I thought that was Tony Hawk. No, Tony who? <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it Tony Hawk. Yeah. You know, the nice. guy that we all want to see. <laughs> I don't know what I he would, looks like. I, if, I don't know. He, he got outspun by an eight-year-old were... kid. I don't know. <laughs> if he were in Smash tomorrow, after this discussion, I would not be mad. You would, I would be, Santa. I would be because what the fuck? You said we were done, and now you're adding in Tony Hawk as an extra thing like a couple years later? Yeah, I'd be a little upset. Yeah, me too. In, in a good way. All I'd right. be a good upset. I'd be happy. So, yeah. that is a wrap on not just the Terminator Champions Volume 3, but also on Season 3 of Super Cast Brothers itself. Thank you, God. Uh, that said, I have some bad news to share. Uh, we have not yet been canceled, so that means you can see us in a couple weeks with the start of season four. God damn it! Seasons are just are fairly arbitrary on this show. We just kind of go. Yeah, right back it's into just it, like so. we just have like a set amount of episodes that we call a season, and then that's that's just it. Mm-hmm. That seasons have, are really defined by this. Yeah. The final cycle, yeah. We wouldn't be doing yeah. this if we didn't have seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seasons. Mm-hmm. Anywho, uh, Ebit, you know, thanks for coming back on and uh, being a good guest for this Tournament of Champions. We'll have to have you back on for another episode, although we know uh, we, we wanted to have you back on for an episode earlier in the season, but schedules just didn't allow for it. Uh, yeah. We had to actually it scrap happened. that episode, uh, actually. <laughs> Because we were going to have you on for a character. And then you were just like, yeah, I can't be around. It's like, all right, I guess we'll maybe do that character some other day. Oh, Who knows? I sorry. I don't, I don't remember this. I... We'll talk we, after the show. Gonna... Because <laughs> it did this. happen. Okay, okay, okay. We just had to slip that, that in there yeah. at the very end. because. So, yeah. See you for season four. What's it going to start with? You'll find out when it happens. I would just like to add that Ebit has once again, as he has over the many years, broken my heart. Goodbye. I'm sorry. 
I thanks for having me on the show, though. It was a lot of fun, and always is. And uh, sorry, sorry to break the hearts of the many. And uh, anyway, vote for Gino for Smash. Oh, you have a sweet face for betrayal. Sweet. It, um, yes, it's it's unbecoming when you see it in, in a certain light. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I'm like sorry. It. Like a mask of friendship lost. Anyway, I hope it's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> it would be if you met me 10 years ago. <laughs> Good. I did meet you. Well, no, quite oh, no. A little more than 10 years you, ago. You met me over 10 years ago. Oh, okay. So we're cool. We're cool now. We're when like, even though, yeah, even yeah, though, yeah. even though, you know, I voted not for Amaterasu. We're, we're still cool because I met you. Here. I, I, I look after all of my everybody. You know, it's it's my job as a community leader and role model to care about those whose opinions are different from my own, even when they are <laughs> deathfully wrong, because I know that they are still citizens of the world and need to be taken care of and cared for. Well, that's how I view you today, and I and I want you to know. <laughs> that it's okay. That's the strongest worded. But also the kindest way of saying fuck you, I think I've heard in a while. So, and hey, on cheers that, to that. Note, I think we end this episode. <laughs> See you all next time. Thanks very much. <laughs>